to another episode of the absolute geek podcast my name is matt i'm kyle i'm brian i'm brandon I'm corbin and corbin yeah, is shitting the bed <laughs> see you couldn't oh, even wait. wait you couldn't wait you couldn't wait shitting the bed wow and tonight wow. we have a very special guest with us from brandon's comics we have brandon himself thank you for joining us tonight brandon what's up yos how are you guys good how are you great out. ready to drink Happy Black Friday to everyone out there. I uh, hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. How was how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Oh, nice. I don't remember. Yeah, that yeah, was good. But you don't remember. Boy. You don't remember how because was, how much of Crown Royal did you drink? Uh, no, I was drinking well whiskey. Oh, even worse. Ooh. I went to Ooh. bar. We went out on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, yeah, it's a big day, baby. It was like a dream come true. Yeah, I ate, played basketball, and slept, and that was it. You have big dreams of going to the bar on Thanksgiving with a dream. Oh my true. god! You was- ate, wait, you ate Thanksgiving dinner and then went and played basketball? Yeah, a couple hours later, but yeah, I need like everyone else did. I just you know, you food and then yeah, <laughs> it's a tradition. That's what we always do. Man, my you gotta burn it off. Sleep. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that comes later for us. Oh, like yeah, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. I'll, I'll do some drinking and then pass out on you. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's like holiday. I'm my second wife. <laughs> that's Thanksgiving <laughs> tradition is to get drunk, eat turkey, and pass out. Right. Yeah. I went to two bars. That's boring for me. Thanks. But I get it. Thanksgiving is a day for football, Corbin, not the WNBA and not basketball. Yeah, I, I came back for my Saints. I came back. I always came. Oh, WNBA. So that's a, that's a, that's a big match. I was you know, a really big WNBA fan, right? But yeah, I, I watch. I'm a basketball guy. It don't matter who's playing. I'm watching. So yeah, you should ask to see his Brittany Griner tattoo. Okay. I think Brittany Griner's a dude. I don't know why she's playing in the NBA. <laughs> but she identifies she's, as a woman. I have, she's yeah. a talented basketball player. I've heard that <laughs> you anyway. have a you have a full Lisa Leslie back piece. Oh, okay. Wow. You see the the, the, the Maya Moore on Kobe. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I did watch my Saints beat the Falcons ten and two. By the way, so. I'm happy heard, about that. I heard that your Who chest, that? your chest says Lakers, and then your back has your last name and your number. I'll tell you. Keep on going with this. This is gonna be awesome. I'm about to mute my whole cam right now. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. You're right. It was fun. It was fun though. Fun night. I heard. I heard you have a uh, you have Jordans, but you call them Corbins, and it's the the jump man that you just put your face over the head. <laughs> I'm done with I like this guy. He you start on me early. I do. Start on me early. Look, yeah, let's get different plans. I mean, you, you just set it up. If, if, if you're going to softball pitch it, you know. They just gonna knock it out every time. I got the feeling. I literally went back to football. It was something about how much I enjoyed my Saints. You took it back to Jordan's <laughs> in the court. You, like, reached for a baseball that wasn't there. Okay, Matt? Baseball? <laughs> and we're playing softball. softball. I don't know what kind of game it is. Fuck. 
What are you going to the softball game with a baseball glove? That's why you're. That's why you're, we're putting you in right field. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't you miss me, Corbin? I'm back. Yeah, yeah, Brent. It's like I didn't even see you a couple hours. <laughs> Corbin's the kind of guy to show up to a softball game with a wiffle ball bat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chad in the chat says, "What the hell, Brandon? Where's the stellar Xmas Joker coat?" Oh, yeah, that was fire! <laughs> it's at the store. It got, dude. It got super cold, so I put on the pea coat. But yeah, actually, Chad, right when you left, Corbin walked in the door. I was almost gonna take like a, a weird sexual position pose with him, but then I oh. he didn't want to do it. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I had to yeah. go. I had to get back. To Chad, miss Chad. Oh my God, Chad. We gotta sync up and we go to Brandon's next time. Chad, he was in there. He was in there for a little while. Like, well, Spawn's coming out this next week. You guys should come in. I mean, yeah, I know he's I, coming I, in. You should come in, Corbin. Uh, yeah, when Spawn, I got to. I'm always a sucker for the Spawn Batmans, by the way, Brandon. If you ever have these, like, set that I'm always going to grab one. I don't know why I'm addicted to those. Yeah, actually, I sold that one to some dude today for 80 cents. Fuck. I think it was you. <laughs> no, I wish it was me. <laughs> oh, I was picked he up. I, making that expression? Did you guys see that? That's crazy. Did you see that? I was mad. It's gone. Now. I can't get mad again. I think I got like four, dude. I'll get you one. I promise. Dude. 80 cents. Oh, you, homie. Hey, I that's, appreciate you. Yes. Can you slow that back up? That was crazy. Did you see that look you made? Oh, yeah, again. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, Brian, what do you drink? I don't drink. I smoke. Oh, okay. So you, smoke you, go, you go for, like, bowl for beer? Uh, no, I, 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 uh, I don't play those games. Oh, okay. There's no. No, I'm just no joking. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you, bro. I'm just fucking with you. No, man. I just smoke. I just, uh, I just, you know, roll, roll up a, a blunt. You know, use the RSO. Are you familiar with RSO? No, I, I hate uh, nicknames. RSO is a uh, is a lifesaver, my friend. When it comes to cannabis, you should check it out. Rick Simpson oil. It is. Uh, it is the miracle cure. And you don't have to destroy your lungs. <laughs> so. well, yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a you me conversation. Yes, and you and and, and and it's uh, winter time, and the as Kyle knows, the shroom, shroom, shrooms will be uh, flowing in soon. Hopefully, they are. I love pizzas. Pizzas are great. Papa John's right next door. They, yeah. they, they, they oh man, they're, they're wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. But so did anybody everybody was talking about Black Friday and buying stuff. Did anybody get anything comic related for Black Friday or anything cool like comic wise? Well we did. I mean we did 35% off of the first uh I mean from eight to eleven we did thirty-five percent off. We did uh twelve dollar bags and boards. I'm gonna continue the sale all weekend. I'm gonna do uh I've got now about twenty-five thousand comments of the metal. I'm just gonna reload again tomorrow, but I'm gonna do for like a dollar. Nice. Uh, the uh, we're in the process of just lowering all of our prices. Like we just hit our year anniversary. I'm not sure if you guys heard. It's music to us collector's ears. Yeah, <laughs> but we're in the process of lowering our prices. Like everything's going real well for us. Oh, and, I just like, filled the cup. <laughs> Comics yep. lowering prices. Yeah, I'm there. We're doing it. Hey, and you guys, um, I would really advise you to send your books in the CGC. Like the cutoff date for the Todd McFarland things coming up. So we're out Monday. Yeah, we're sitting ours out Monday. Okay, good. Yeah, you guys got the flaps. You guys got everything. You know how to like the, the autograph flaps. You know how they want the books turned in. 
the window window stuff. books. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how about so explain this? that? Explain that yeah. though for every for all Everybody wants to send it. Okay, so basically, like, what's going to happen with Todd McFarlane? You know how you guys, when you go into, you know, a, a long line for Comic-Con, um, everybody's sitting there with their comics, with, with their comics there. Uh, they have to go up. Todd McFarlane has to go out, take it out of the bag and board, or you take it out of the bag and board, he has to go autograph it. So what CGC is looking for is they want to expedite the process. What they're going to do is there's, like, a little window. There's these little window bags, and you have to replace it. So with this window bag, when you put it in there, you're going to have your comic, and you're going to have a little flap that you put over. So what CGC is going to do is they're going to take all these comics, and they're going to put them all in a row. So where what Todd McFarlane has to do is he just goes down and autographs each one. So it's really important to make sure you follow all the rules specifically so CGC doesn't have to do this. So you make sure that your book isn't set aside and maybe it gets missed because mistakes do happen. So it is very important to be able to follow all the rules, i.e. window bags. So explain the flap thing. What is the flap thing? I don't understand that. Uh, I don't have them on me right now, but it's the blue ones. They're like blue, and they have like the right. flap that opens up to the window. Right. So it opens up. You set your comic on the inside, and then yeah, it's, it's, it's protective clear flap, and then it's got another flap. So they do go you over. have to get those ones to send in, or can you make your own window window boards? I assume you can make your own, but okay. I'm, I'm as long as the, as long as they're bagged board, and there's a, a way for them to not have to take it out of the board. I think correct. The back and board, and you have it signed. As long as there's something open there for them to have it signed, I think it's okay. Yes. Gotcha. Um, now they are doing they'll, they'll crack cases for five bucks. So I think if it's not done correctly, they might charge you for the five bucks for it. I mean, uh, that is a conversation that I'm going to have with CGC tomorrow, actually. So if you guys want to follow up with me, um, that's one thing. Uh, I was trying to do it actually Wednesday, and they were closed. So that is I'll, I'll, that's going to be a conversation I have first thing Monday morning with them. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. Oh, I am too, man. But you know what kind of sucks is I I really really hate putting this out there, but the price of that Spider Man three hundred is going to tank, man. And it it kind of it really kind of breaks my heart. But all these people, I would say half my customers now are sending in their Spider Man three hundreds. And when you have that much of the market saturated with that many autographs, just the actual raw book is just going to tank. I refuse to get any – I'm not getting anything signed anymore unless it's, like, something crazy. I, I just – I'm not a fan of signed books anymore. Unless I'm selling them to make some money, I just uh, – I don't want to get any of my books signed anymore. I, I kind of well, regret getting some of my books signed. This whole, this whole industry should be about making money. I mean, it shouldn't be about losing money. I mean, what we're, we're, we're doing in this, like, we're, we're here. Like, we're here to, to go out there to improve. Like, I'm not happy with a Hulk 181 6.5. I want that 9.8. And how you get that is buying and selling and trading. Now, you are right. Um, the autograph stuff, it's not really worth it if you're not getting – your top people in nine eights, unless it's, unless it's raw, unless you're selling it the very first person, you're better off getting something autographed with a COA and selling it that second, the second you get it. I always call it the Talladega Nights theory, like that whole stupid thing. If you're not first, you're last, and it's it's a real thing. If you're the, if you're not the first person, you're the last person. How many times yeah. do you see a book come out? It hit. It tanks, and then you're like, "Oh, homie, I, I've got all this money. Look, I got this book." And then you check it like two weeks later, and you're like, "Oh, I missed that one." But it is. It's the, I call it the Talladega Nights theory. If you're not first, you're last. 
Um, Chad said, I thought he said he wouldn't sign Spider-Man 300. What he said was he would sign anything that he did, except he won't sign homage covers and he won't sign um, parody covers, as he called it. And then he did he say he wouldn't sign Spider-Man 300? He 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 said he would sign anything he would anything that he's done. He said he would sign. He won't he won't sign the homage cover. So the the replicas like the silk cover that replicates the 300 cover. Okay. The, Those ones he won't. Yeah, he won't yeah. sign any covers like that. So this is the crazy thing and I already kind of talked with Kyle about this. Like in the past he's signed homage covers. So he's just saying that for this one he doesn't want to sign because I I have I have a 29.8 uh CGC of the um the Snake Eyes homage cover that he signed, and he had nothing to do with that cover, but he signed it. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's he, kind of sensitive to that GI Joe's thing, though. Have you? Yeah. Have you heard that whole that whole story? Yes, that's that's a go ahead. And, but I want you to tell it because that is a really good story um, for people that don't know. Um, actually, I think Jen. I, so he went off. He went off and did a, a GI Joe's cover, and or he went off and did a, a what issue. issue. There's a whole issue. He yeah. did the whole insides, and actually, you might know the story better than me. He did the whole insides of it, and then, uh, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, we don't you, your your art's crap, you know, whatever. We don't really want, you know, we don't really want this." And then he took off, and they're like, "Oh, your art's not crap. Here, here you go. Let's, let's yeah. kind of put it." I mean, that is, that's kind of how the story went, but I can't remember the... And he was supposed to do a couple covers uh, for that issue, too, but I, there was kind of some, like you said, there was kind of some beef slash bad blood that was going on about that, and he said, screw it, I'm not going to do it. So they actually re-released that issue. I think it's issue, right. yeah. like, four, 27 or something like that, where it's like uh, that one Xandar uh, guy on a skiff um, going against Buzzsaw, and... That's the cover where he did the interiors, but he was supposed to do an actual cover for that, and he didn't. And they re-released that book with a um, homage cover, which is Snake Eyes in the Spider-Man number one pose, um, as yeah. their very yeah. last issue uh, of the series ever. Um, and it's wow. super rare; it's very hard to find. But well, uh, my, my preacher actually, when we were uh, doing the Alamo exclusive, uh, my preacher actually had him autograph that. And he yeah. was he was so proud, he, yeah. like he. I don't think I, I don't think anybody there had Todd McFarlane autograph a GI Joe book, <laughs> but I think he was really proud of that. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually my probably my top five favorite all time covers, and I'm trying oh, to really? yeah yeah uh, I'm trying to track down the guy who did the covers. Guy's named Scott Koblish, and he does a lot of Deadpool stuff now, but he never comes out to Arizona. Oh, you want me to so break his leg or something? You want to get this guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my cool God, that's money. It'd be cool to have him sign sign it too. But that's that. Those are the only couple things that I want autographs on, like personal, like PC books that like aren't you know super ridiculous expensive. I'm kind of I almost regret getting my Hulk 181 signed. I almost why. I don't know, man. Yeah, who'd you get it signed by? Did you get it signed by like your little brother? Or who'd, no, like, who's no. It, doesn't, it doesn't say Little Mac anywhere on it. No. <laughs> it says uh, it says Lynn Wayne and uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Trippy. Yeah, Herb Trent. Yeah. So, but I just I just don't. I and I was kind of smart. I didn't get him to sign it in the same place. You know how they always sign the H and the. Um, and that's the cool thing about the window bags. 
Yes. Like the window, like you can actually, there's different kinds that you can actually force the artist to sign like in certain locations. Yeah. And, and actually Kyle got, got my second autograph. Uh, I had him take it to uh, San Diego to get Lynn Ween to sign it. I had Herb Trimp sign it right. And a week later he passed away. And then I had uh, Kyle have uh, Lynn Ween, Lynn Ween get it signed in San Diego. And I think he passed away, right? Like a couple weeks after that. Yeah, you like shooting comments. No, you know Jesus so, Christ. So you need to stop getting books signed for you know what? You should have Rob Liefeld sign a book. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. Oh man. Says to your friend Kyle. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And I just I'm just not a fan of signed books anymore. I don't know why. I think I think part of it is the Stan Lee r- ridiculousness where he just signed everything under the sun and kind of ruined that for me. Well, you know um, the messed up thing about the whole Stan Lee autograph thing that I absolutely hate, like when people talk about like Stan Lee autograph books, it's his signature actually changed. Like yes. his signature was actually fluid. And then he actually had like a different scribble. Like, so you can actually tell those books. Well, like when he was doing that, for instance, like when he did AceCon, there were rumors of stuff that like got back to us where he actually went to the bathroom in his pants. He was crying like at the booth, and they're like, "Just sign a couple more. Just sign a couple more." Yeah, I've heard you know, horror That's terrible. And yeah. it's not the people that did the Ace Con. It's not, it was his handlers that I'm yeah. not going out there. But and those guys actually got in trouble for a lot of stuff. But I mean, there were people that stole Stanley's blood. I mean, just a lot of stuff that like went on like with this man and just like. His his autographs like I, I appreciate you know everything that he did, but it's just it's sad that all this stuff was done just to get this man's signature, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're hundred percent correct. It's they uh they, they carried him around like he was uh like an animal or something, putting him on on a display at a zoo, it felt like at But at time. the same time, there's a lot of people that you know I will talk to that say, you know, thank God I got to meet Stan Lee before he died, or you know, thank God. So I mean there is there is good and bad, but you know, I, it kind of broke my heart when later I heard and read reports. I mean, it wasn't at the Ace Con that I attended, but like later when I heard through the grapevine of like things that were going on about you know about this and then when i read in the papers that or not the papers jesus christ how old am i when i read on the, the internet machine that uh, the uh they stole blood you know and was like trying to hawk it on ebay or some shit well no they were gonna have him sign uh they were gonna put it in ink i believe yes. and have him and then stamp use that ink to stamp his autograph and put it on books and then you could have D- stanley dna as a stamped autograph on your books yeah. I what think if, there's a couple books that actually made it out. Real, and you have the ghost of fucking Stanley. Like <laughs> you have like ghost Stanley coming around. Like how pissed off is that motherfucker going to be? He's got he's got so many supernatural powers. I ain't fucking with ghost Stanley. <laughs> See, I I like I like having my books autographed. I still like that 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 feeling of you know walking up to this artist or this writer that that. Something you enjoy and saying, "Hey, yeah, and thank you for doing this to me." Here, would you please sign it? Even though you signed, I am still going to encase it. But like, I still like that feeling of saying, "Hey, I appreciate what you've done. Thank you. Will you please sign this for me?" Yeah, and it's and it's a, it's a way it's a way for you to be able to talk to that person. Like, well, what else would you be like? You're like, "Hey, come here, and sign this." Hey, so how how was your time? Like, it it's not like, "Hey, hey, man." It's like a, you have a conversation. <laughs> it's, it's like, "Hey, what are you doing later? Where are you staying at?" 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's just I, I just that's what I, I do. Think it's, and it's it doesn't cool. work. It never tells me where they're staying at. Well, no, even, they don't. Even the meeting Stan they, Lee isn't isn't as impressive as everyone thinks it is. Like it's not. No, yeah, it's it's it's, it's not a big event because if you're like a comic fan and you want to go like, oh my god, thank you, you don't get that. It's don't talk to him, sign your book, and get the fuck on. And that's that's pretty much what it is when you meet Stan Lee. It's he's head down yeah. signing. Don't say a word. Don't talk to him. He's yeah, but a lot of that, a lot of that was those guys was his handlers. And to be honest, I don't think Stanley would have done that many. I mean, he probably would have showed up for events and stuff and just wanted to wave at crowds. But he had so many people pumping in, pumping out that they—that's how they had to do that. And he didn't need the money. The guys worth yeah. almost a billion dollars. The guy didn't need the money. So that's—I mean—that was just kind of a sad thing. I do have the guy's face tattooed on me, so I'm a little biased. Right, right above your happy trail. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I actually have a tramp stamp. Lower back. Right next to that Brittany Griner uh, homage. (laughs) 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 Corbin is a tattoo person. (laughs) Matching. First time. uh. (laughs) All the way back from Ace Con. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about uh, your store, Brandon? Uh, so we opened up, we opened up about a year ago. Um, we do, we, the business started out, we started doing a, a lot of comic cons. Um, I fell in love with comics about selling comics about two years ago. We opened up our store November 12th, 2018, and we've been kicking ass. Um, we've got about 50,000 comics. My display cases are retarded. My uncle, Ed Robertson, we are comic book royalty. He's got over a half million and, uh, keys, any key you could possibly imagine. I've got the hookup on over a million comics. Anything you could possibly imagine. Wait, 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 your uncle, Ed? Ed Robertson. Ed, Ed? Ed. With the, with the badass books and a fucking Star Talker? Yeah. That's your uncle? Oh, that's awesome. So my uncle Ed, I got access to pretty much anything you could possibly imagine. Um, we do comic book layaway. So if you guys, you know, I mean, I own the place. Like we can do whatever we want. Uncle Ed wants to do something, we can pull the trigger. I've got access to over a million comics, so I can go swoop in stuff. I'm a CGC dealer, so you can drop off all your books. I'm a BCW dealer, so I have the cheapest supply on comics in the Valley. Like you can't beat me. I'm. Let's play chess, baby. Come next, come next June. I'll be a master distributor. There'll be very few of us in the country. I will what put it. That mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Explain what that means. Yeah. Uh, it, it means here. I'll just put this in relative terms. It means I'm going to be the home of a hundred bags and boards for ten bucks. Wrap your brain around that. Wrap your brain around that. Yeah, We're, that's um, what on top of all the other supplies. And how I'm able to do that is I will be able to afford everything. I'm. I'll be able to afford the whole business on my own, the whole master distributor. I don't have to have a warehouse. My house is huge. I've built on other other parts of the house to be able to maintain this. Our store is big. So there's a lot of things. And I see Corbin said, Bob, and Corbin's heard this speech. Corbin's heard this speech, and he knows yeah, it's coming. I've seen the place, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. This is – everything's going very well. And what made you decide to open a store so you and Uncle Ed were like, hey, I like to sell books. You like to sell books. I'm – Uncle Ed was tired of motherfuckers going to his storage locker. No, no, no. through or what? 
Now, me and I, so I met Ed, I met Ed like five years ago. So when I first started like getting into this hustle, when I first started getting into it, so I went to Ed and I was like trying to hustle him at Comic-Con. I'm like, hey man, come, come and let me throw my books into there. Come on, let me throw my books in there. And he's like, kid, get the fuck out of here. He's like, you know, I got, I got my own shit I'm dealing with. So then I started doing these Comic-Cons and these dudes started being fucking rude to me and like mean to me like at cons. And you're mean. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey man. You're mean. But uh, there's a couple dudes that were like super cool, and Ed was one of them. So he kind of like took me underneath his wing, and then so I started making money with him. And I was like, "Bet you know, you're, I'm making money with you." And he's like, "Anybody that's making this amount of money with me, I'm gonna call you nephew." I go, "I'm gonna call you uncle." So Ed's a cool dude. Ed's a really cool guy. Me and my uncle Ed. So, I mean, anything you guys, he's, I mean, he, he's got his own thing that he's doing. He's, he's in Ohio right now. He's up there. I have no idea why the fuck he's up there in this cold weather, but he's in Ohio right now. But he'll come and we do Ed Day, like at my store. So we'll go clear out like a bunch of my stuff and then he'll roll in there with $250,000 of the inventory. We'll have like undercover police in there and just like hanging out, chilling. But, <laughs> and then when, when Ed makes you bunch of I go. You got undercover cops in here, motherfuckers. Oh yeah, no, we got cops in there. <laughs> Half the people in there got guns. I'm the only person without a gun. Half oh, the people shit. in there got guns. I have no idea what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna duck. I mean, what do you? Where's your shop located at? Uh, McClintock and Southern, right next to Bosa Donuts. That's uh, why you gotta ooh, have a gun. Bosa Donuts. Bosa Donuts, the greatest <laughs> fucking donut shop in the world. Can can people find you online to buy books? Yeah, I know eBay that online. Do you have like? Can they go to your website and find books? Or how would they find it if, like, say they didn't, weren't living in the Valley? Uh, the best thing to do is follow me on social media. I, I kind of cater to, the, like, the customers a little bit. If you follow me on social media, I'll give you my cell phone number. And then if you want something, just text me. What I do is I'll bid, build pool box for people. Um, I'll settle things up. Let's say, for instance, you want a Hulk book. Well, pay me on PayPal. I'll pay for that Hulk book. Once we get to, like, 20 bucks. All medium flat rated to you with three Gemini mailers and just send it to you. I don't like doing pull boxes because you get kept behind, but a lot of people don't want to be able to have to drive to the store. Well, this is technology 2020, baby. We got Venmo, PayPal. I mean, they're very, yeah. very, I got my own cash register. I mean, I understand a lot of people wouldn't want to go. I got one too, it's right there. Now, but <laughs> I mean, there's very easy ways of paying. Yeah. But I mean, I'll give you my cell phone number. I'll, I'll cater to you. Corbin already got my cell phone number. I send him nudes. Right. I didn't get any nudes. I got your phone number. Well, Jesus, go from absolute geek. I know we need to go out to eat first. You just gave it to me. We have to go. We have to talk a little bit more. At least you have a drink. Yeah, yeah. Build a relationship, Kyle. Don't just be snide like that. <laughs> I'm cheap and easy. <laughs> I know. I know. When Ed sees me, he sees dollar signs. He just sees a dollar sign walking up. Oh, what are you looking, a, for? What are you looking actually, for today, Kyle? That's if Ed could actually see you. Have you seen how thick his glasses are? Yeah. <laughs> He's just oh, waiting for you to get there. He's I love awesome, Ed, man. Yeah, Ed. I bought some really cool books from Ed. Yeah. He's a good dude. Very good dude. Yeah. One of the best. You got to be there for EdCon then. Like, you should, you should see me, like, you should see me selling his books. <laughs> When's the next? A little con? system. You got to add. He's like, did you go to Brandon? You go to Brandon? Did you go to Ed? It's yeah. like a little. Cycle. No, 
like watch and i know he doesn't know how to work technology right now <laughs> so I, I feel comfortable saying this right now because i know his ass he'd be calling me asking me to show him out about this podcast <laughs> um but yeah yeah so what i'll do what i'll do with ed is uh let's say for instance you got a book for like He's got a thousand bucks, and you want it for seven fifty. Or let's say, for instance, Corbin wants it for seven fifty. It's kind of funny to watch this thing happen. So let's say, for instance, we get we get it down to seven fifty, but then Corbin starts messing around. Corbin starts start getting it for seven hundred, oh. and he'll start jacking up the price on him. It's pretty, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but jacked up, yeah. The uh, no, I don't know. It, it's it, it's pretty. He, he's a very fair guy. And just like I like to watch him, I like to watch him when people try to like haggle with him because he'll start messing with people. So let me ask you something. Um, I also noticed uh, for a while that you've been pretty um, heavy on the offer up apps and stuff like that. How does that work for you? Do you make much money off of those those things? Well, I mean, having your own store, I think I was talking to my wife about this tonight, like having eBay offer up Craigslist, anything that you can do to possibly get attention to the store, yep, I mean, yeah. that's the thing that you really need to do. It's not the fact of, am I trying to sell that stuff on offer up? It's the fact of, I'm just trying to attract attention to the store. Yeah, get your name out there. Uh-huh. Right. As, as many places as you possibly can. And to be honest, that's exactly um, when I first met you, that uh, first thing I thought, because I'm always checking offer up, looking around. And I'm like, oh shit! When you know Brandon from Brandon's comics, I instantly go, oh, offer up. I I'm always looking at your shit mm-hmm. on offer. Up. So yep, I am too. It's working. It's definitely working. That's a great place. For, that's a great uh, some great info for people out there. If you're wanting to um, try and drum up some uh, some support <laughs> and some people out there looking at your stuff, um, put take take Brandon's cue and make sure you put your stuff on all the different well, platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's one thing about this game that I've realized is there's lots of different types of people. You have your eBay people. Your eBay people aren't necessarily your Craigslist and your OfferUp people. Your Craigslist and your OfferUp people aren't the people that trust the internet. They don't like to go out there. They like things that are tangible. They like to go out. They like to meet the meet those people. The things on OfferUp, the best people that you're going to meet on OfferUp, you're going to meet your regulars. You're going to meet your loyal people. They're going to, you're going to meet your people that are going to be able to go out and do that. So OfferUp and Craigslist are two definitely keys that you have to have, especially in our city. Yes, I agree. We got we're so blessed, like having like such a big comic book. L.A., New York, Boston, Baltimore, Phoenix, Chicago. Like we're the top. We're the top. Uh, Dallas. We're the top cities in comics. So I got a question for you, Brandon. Um, do you do? You said you did the, a lot of the conventions and stuff here in the valley. Did you um, go around the country and set up at conventions? Yeah, we did. Uh, we did Vegas. We've done Vegas a few times. We've done uh, Palm Springs. Um, what else have we done? Vegas, Palm Springs. Uh, we've done uh, the, all the Ace Cons. So, um, uh, out of all those, which uh, which are your favorites and why? Oh, uh, <laughs> easy. Las Vegas, half naked girls, definitely. Sorry, Jen. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> you have to shut- apologize. Phoenix. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix. No, I mean it's just kind of cool. It's kind of cool, like going and like looking at some chick. Like- no, I'm talking about the unattractive ones. Like I didn't- <laughs> <laughs> backpedal, backpedal. No, stop laughing. Is that, is that your wife? Oh, yes. Well, have her sit down and enjoy the show with us. <laughs> having a beer too. Hi. There we go. Hello, Brandon's <laughs> wife. No, but the funny thing was, like, I swear to God, 
No, there was there was this chick with <laughs> huge titties. And like oh. she had like the big like thing and like she's like you remember? Poison Ivy chick? Yeah, the girl with the green. Yeah. Like yeah, she was dressed as poison ivy and her tits were twice the size of her waist. <laughs> yeah, so she's walking around like that. There's also like the Fantastic Four body paint style. Like they here, weren't actually, they weren't actually wearing costumes, they were just body painted as the Fantastic Four. That was pretty amazing. Um I think they had thongs. But that's about it. No, but the fat girls, <laughs> the fat girls were the funny ones. It's kind of like, ha ha, look at you, you're fat. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, but, but no, actually, but Phoenix Con, Phoenix Con's really dope. Like a lot of people, yeah, I like her the best, yeah, a lot of people like will go sit there and bitch about, uh, about, oh my God, the guy that snuck in the guns, blah, 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 they tried to kill the power range, blah, 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 blah. Dude, that wasn't the best thing ever, but the fact that they enclosed everything when now there's alcohol everywhere is the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. The alcohol there is the best thing ever. You know how much more money that we make when the, when I see somebody with like alcohol and I'm like, ooh, yeah, I'm negotiating <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> so you've had your store open for a year now. What's up? What would you give what what advice would you give to people that from opening your store until one year later, what would be the advice you'd give to anyone out there that's wanting to open a comic book store? Oh, this is easy, man. This is super, super easy. Hold on one second. <laughs> just walk away. I guess that's the advice, everybody. Don't even don't even start. Just, just go. Take just your money and go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> just, In the meantime. Just don't worry about it. Just we read your message loud and clear, Brad. Right. So, no, this is super easy. Um, the best thing that I would possibly, and this is one thing that I totally would have done different like about five years ago, is get out there, get on eBay. I don't give a fuck if you got something that's a quarter book that's a dollar book. Put it up for $9.99. Put it up for a buy it now auction and get it on eBay. Make your goal 1,000 auctions and then make it 4,000 auctions. Then make it 10,000 auctions and then you won't have to work for a living. Do that. You know what's That's a lot that of hustling. But, but it's here's not, the thing, Kyle. Do you remember what you just? Do you remember what you just said earlier about it's if you're not if you're doing what you love? That's, yeah, that's, that's not. What it's not work. Yeah, it will. It fucking becomes work. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, there's a. You need fucking pallets of cardboard. But, but that's. I swear to Christ, that's. If there's one, yeah. Well, I think that that's one of the things that we've been talking about for a while. I know me and Kyle um, is that. If you're not a store that isn't using eBay or Facebook live auctions or some other form to supplement some of that other income, you know, coming in, then you're not going to make it. You got You got You got to have some type of extra hustle. It's, it's absolutely impossible. You yeah. have to. You have to be able. I mean, even with my board and every every single thing that we do about like like how we do the ordering and the purchasing and everything. Even if I sell out. 65, 70%, and I still sell my ratio variance for a good amount. I'm still going to get stuck with back inventory. I bag and board everything. I've still got, you know, I've still got money into that inventory, but it doesn't mean that there has to be a loss at anything. You have to supplement that out there. Craigslist, offer up. eBay is the best thing. A lot of people will like sit there and bitch about that. Like, hey, me, hey, me. I can't be easy. Me, me. I've been drinking. So if you can't, like, you too? Yeah, I've been drinking. 
Corbin knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna own it. Yeah, we're not gonna do that though. <laughs> but I, I mean, if you can't incorporate like like those feeds like into in your in your profit margin, like you 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 need to be in like something else. Like you need to be doing something different. Yeah. That's I very mean, good advice. I mean, if you're not selling online, you're just getting left in the dust. Yep. yep. And if you're not using your social media as a platform, like it's it's incredible, like this thing. And you know, I Corbin, you know, I have to thank for all this. Who? Our man Adonis. Really? He's Shout a man. Out to Adonis. Shout out to Adonis. Yeah. I drink to Adonis. Yeah, there we go, man. I do too. I don't know which one's not. I don't know which one's full. Here, this one's not. Here, this one. <laughs> wow, it's like that. Well, I had three to choose from. I chose twice incorrectly. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> also, shout out to Tim real quick. Um, we were talking about dick pics and everything inspired by Brandon. So Tim uh, sent me a Facebook request, and now I have a whole bunch of uh, Robin uh, Nightwing pictures. So I got some dick pics. <laughs> shout out to Tim for that. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I come up with dick pics? I didn't you were talking about the nudes, and that inspired one of our oh. fans to, to hit me up with some dick pics. So, yeah. have, you guys seen, have you guys seen my dick pics from around the country, around the world? I hope we're still talking Robin, right? Nightwing, Dick Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see the Leaning Tower of whatever you call <laughs> Short ones, little ones, round ones, fat ones. <laughs> Like a fairly odd parents. Now in pursuit of English. The fairly odd parents. You got dicks on your wall. Wow. So here's Wiener oh, Picks. Talk about the Hall of Fame. The Hall of um, Justice. Oh. There's Wiener Picks in Rome. Jeez. There's Germany. There's so intently at this. I gotta stop. Will you dress up as a penis? No, well, I tried. They didn't. They wouldn't let me in the country. Like that, they told me not to. Well, <laughs> we don't have the correct lighting for this right now. Yeah. That's all right. So, out of uh, out of the books that came out this week, Brandon, uh, give us uh, your thoughts on some of the books that uh, you would uh, advise people to pick up for spec. Uh, books and maybe uh, some story books that you think are really good. Um, I don't have the. Whoa, list. he's about to show us a dick pic. I thought. <laughs> Where he just gets up and walks away. That's twice. I'm looking for my phone. You guys can't ask me stuff like that if I'm not if I'm not ready for it. Oh shit! I just want to talk about Donny Cates, but I'll wait. We're we're gonna get into it. I'm ready. Oh, let me use the rest. Go, go ahead and talk about Donny Cates. I'm not even sure what's coming out yet. Or, oh, here, here, hold on. I can split him up. I think this whole Donny Cates thing is absolutely hilarious because now it involves comic groups that are fighting, internet comic groups that are that are uh, pissed off at each other like normal. I'm here so, for it. So, Matt, like, why don't you tell why? us what's going on? Well, yeah, Matt, how you doing, Matt? I'm good. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the show. You know, it's it's All very right. rare that I get to sit here and just enjoy the show. Oh, enjoy, oh wow. enjoying the conversation as it takes place. Okay. I'm pretend it's not a slight. I'm kidding. I mean, it's not every day you get dick pics from around the world. Right? You know, and then he tries to sit and give you one live in person. I mean, I can give you one. I wasn't giving you one live in person. I was going to get my phone. I'm going to both the donuts. You know who to call. <laughs> 
I mean, I've always wondered what the first step of opening a comic shop is. It's get up and walk the fuck okay. away. And yeah, that, no, it's yeah. going somewhere else. Take your money yeah. somewhere else. So, you know. <laughs> so forever now. Think about opening a comic book store. I'm just going to walk away. Just walk away. Yeah. yeah just walk you, away. I'll show you right now how to be a, a great uh, uh, absolute geek member. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta drop it. Just drop it. <laughs> Just drop it. Nah, it, it might break it. I'm, I'm, having another voice. I'm poor. <laughs> anyway, Matt was talking about Donny Case, my bad. <laughs> yeah, so uh over the weekend, well over the last week and most weekend and most of the week, Donny Cates has been uh kind of going at it on Twitter with a, a bunch of fans who admitted that they are pirating his books and he what kind of got mad and, and doesn't want people illegally pirating or torrenting his his work or, or comics in general saying that it's it's taking money away from creators and uh hurting the industry and it's it's kind of like brian said it's caused a, a split between the community and you have people going at each other and other creators are getting involved so you have creator versus creator on it and so it's it's been a huge over the last week a huge issue about torrenting books and whether people agree that you should torrent them or uh, his his stance was I don't care if you're poor if you're poor you shouldn't be buying comics that's why comicology is a thing and you can order them online you should never torrent my work and, and people people come at him with well I can't afford this He's, I don't care you, you know if you can't afford it then you can't afford it you don't need to have it. And he, I mean, he buying comics is a luxury. And he went as far as to said, "There's a lot of things in this life I want that I don't have, and if I want them, I save or I just go without them. So don't torrent my work. So it's uh, there's. I mean, he does have he does book. have a point. He does. So you I'm should do it like I do and buy the books and then torrent them. Because then it's, <laughs> then it's okay. Because technically, I bought the books. I just don't want to fucking finger fuck them, so I'm going to read them online. Well, and then yeah, and then he brought in the okay. the argument of go to the library and with Corbin the comic librarian. Hey, hey we do have them. We do have. I mean, now if you're looking for daily current ones, forget about it. Go to your local comic shop. If you're looking for like the trades and everything, I mean, we do a, a, a pretty good job of ordering that depending on the library that you work at. And there's apps like Hoopla that get a great selection of Cut dog up. stuff. If you're just trying to read it, dog pissing off my dog. dog. My dog's not fucked. But then, but then he's, he's catching shit for that comment too because people are firing back with, "Well, you're telling people to go to the library, but that's the same thing. Is you're these people are checking out your your work and your medium without paying for it." Yeah, but the book the library, not originally the libraries yeah. have to pay for it if it's online. Libraries have to pay for it, so there's he's still getting the money. Um, and then with the online stuff, it's like licensing it's with the recurring payment. So I'm it's on not this, like I'm on this side. It's not like the writer's not getting reimbursed for that so i don't understand the library pushback i'm gonna say this if you're looking for like daily ones no you're not getting that they operate the same as like a dc universe would or a marvel limited would which is that you're getting the complete set about a year after it comes out so if you're trying to get up to date no save your money um and go or just go without or have make good friends with little comic guy or something to figure out how to do that if you're just trying to read comics in general then definitely go to the library why not they have them I don't understand the whole, but I'm poor, but I also want the best of everything. It's like someone being like, oh, I'm poor, but I want to live in a mansion, but I have no money. Like, you're in the same shit as everyone else. Like, I'm sorry. What can you do about that? You know? I would uh, not buy the books. I just download them. I, I'm fucked Donny Cates. I'm the shit out of his books. Why? Because... 
Because he sounds like, like a fucking sounds, You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Lars from Metallica when Napster was going on. Oh, yeah. Right? Don't yeah. get like my shit. Don't get like my shit. But I mean, the point is, I'm But the point is, Lars, I want to make more money. You guys are. If you guys owned a comic book store, would you let like person A come in there and just start reading through your stuff like this bag boarded? Mm-hmm. You would. Mm-hmm. I would. I would leave one book out in front of all the rest so that people could just read it for free. I actually do pseudo kind of do something like that, mm. but you gotta be able to thumb through it. If it's backed and boarded, I don't touch it more often. That's why I'm very selective about the ones that are backed and boarded for me. If they are open, I do want to get a glance at the artwork. I'm not just gonna sit there and read the book because. Of course, but yeah, I'm gonna no, look at it to kind of make my mind. Like uh, the books in my store, they need to be like somebody needs to know that they can come in and grab that book and go turn it in to get graded. Like nobody's like if somebody wants to go thumb through something, then uh, let's look for a. I mean, you have a couple reader copies out that people can thumb through, look at right. the art, like but, check but it out. I don't, but let's say for instance, finally get eight in. You know what I mean? I finally get eight, and there's seven out there, and there's one on the wall. Like, there's I don't want somebody to you know to thumb through that. Like, yeah. I don't mean to be a dick, but I'm not. It's not being mean to you. I'm taking care of the other person. Yeah, you know the people I mean? actually want to buy it. The clientele that actually want to pay. Well, yeah. it's not the person that actually wants to buy it. It's I want to make sure I want to maintain that our brand. Our brand is that I want to maintain like comics. I want to make sure that we're giving people the best possible thing. If something gets opened up and pulled out and stuff and kind of gets nicked around, you know. Now, are you going to do that? Probably not. So I would ask, you know, for some people, just, hey, bring it up to the register and I'll, I'll open it up for you if you want to look mm-hmm. through that. You know what I mean? I don't ever want to be a dick to anybody, but I also still want to maintain, you know, the integrity of the like the comics. Because I mean, you want to make sure people are getting the best possible copy they can right. of their book. And that's what I want people. I want people to think like. Oh shit! This guy's you know he's spending the extra he's going the extra mile he's going there he's grabbing the car, he's doing this he's bagging and boarding it he's taping it he's he putting his fucking stamp. stamp on the back with this gangster as fuck it's pretty gangster good. stamp gangster gangster yeah yeah look at that shit right there you know boom no I get it I get it but I, I mean the problem is and I think if any other well not any other there's a bunch of creators who are just douches if any other well, a lot of other creators would have said that. This wouldn't even be a conversation. It's because it's Donny Cates, and he is kind of a lightning rod that this is an issue. Because his point makes a lot of sense, but it's because he's saying that, that a lot of blowback is coming. I mean, you have the trolls who are like, but Donnie, I have no money. I live on a shack. I don't have a comic store within 50 miles of me. I don't have a phone. I don't even know how I'm messaging this. Then why are you buying comics? Exactly. Yes. I'm saying you have those trolls. That it always goes that. back to comics are a luxury. Comics yes. are a luxury. That's all it is. It's, but, it's great are. to have them, but you know, you buy comics, they're not going to keep the lights on. You can't eat them. You can't. Nope. I've seen, yeah. I seen Pete eat them. But um, yeah, the stock market crashes. Guess who's out of business first? He's stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's luxury items. People that buy stuff out of luxury. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's very tumultuous. You're right. If I lose one job, like <laughs> pull box gone, forget everything because. That's the We're first all thing. one paycheck away from not buying comics. Exactly. That's the first thing to go. So I, I think it's just because he said it. I mean, we are, or, or some of us aren't, but um, I know I am. Oh, don't say that. Hey, listen, listen. It's the truth. I mean, I have to. Man, like, now you got to keep coming and buying my comics. Well, I, 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 toolboxes. I mean, that's that's exactly the reason Like we dump everything after a week because life happens. Yes. Yeah. I mean, no. shit happens. Like within, within two weeks of in the summertime, my car's 
what the the alternator went out the battery went out jen's mm-hmm. car's alternator went out jen's alternator battery went out and my alternator went out on my van oh and like three tires oh and three fucking tires wow <laughs> during the summertime it was like thirty two hundred dollars <laughs> worth of shit yeah so i mean life happens like it's a lot of comic out. books yeah <laughs> if i was buying stuff on ebay i've been telling a lot of people to go fuck themselves on ebay yeah <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> of course. Well, Donnie Cates has got the the reputation of being the bad boy of comics. So, I mean, he's saying it, but I think, and and, and the way I look at it is, a creator like him who's got like nine or ten books he works on every month. I don't think it's hurting him too much, but it's hurting the smaller into the smaller creators than than him personally. So. I mean, I understand his point on it. Hey, don't download my shit. Go and buy it so that I can get paid. So if if people aren't getting paid to make content, then there's going to be no content. Well, right. I mean, his, I get what he's saying. His other point was, if you're not buying my shit, but you're really liking this story I'm doing, but you're torrenting it, not buying that shit, those, show, those numbers don't show. So then Marvel or DC or Image is going to cut that book because it's underperforming when actuality it's a hot, popular book. You're just choosing to torrent it versus pay it from the store. Like I said, if you don't buy them, there's no content. Right. Thank you well, for repeating I mean, what still, I said. There, there's still going to be a buzz. There's still going to be something out there. Now, Ooh, that's what I have right now. There, I mean, we we know in the industry, we know what's going to sell. We know what's going to be sold out. We know. But in, it, it's not it's not that like something something hot. It's not like that everybody's stealing it. And all of a sudden there's like, oh, you know what? Shit, we didn't realize that this isn't going to sell. That, that's not really how it works. People just aren't getting paid as much as they should be. But these, some of these artists should be getting paid what they should. You know, I don't. I should be getting paid what I should. I'd be very interested to see what uh, Marvel is paying Donny Cage. Is Corbin pooping? Probably. <laughs> What'd um, you say, Brian? I'd be very interested to see how much Donny Cates is being paid by Marvel. What oh, his salary is. I'm sure he's making a. I'm, he's making I'm, six I'm, figures at least. Well, I mean, how many books does he have? Well, they he's make. Got, they make – I've had personal conversations with a lot of these artists, and they do make – from what I've been told, they make a couple cents off each issue, and they make they make money for, like, their art. Like, I've, I've talked to them, so, I mean – and they don't really specify print runs. They don't tell you that for a reason. So how the fuck do you know what happens? Like, I've had these artists, like, talk to me, and they're like, so how many, how many copies of this did you buy of mine? I'm like, eh. I bought 200. I fucking lied. I bought 100, but I bought 200. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know, you know, what do I mean? What do you, what do you tell these artists when they ask you like how many copies you bought? Like, and it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird. Artists, part of artists, so artists knowing that you're a comic book store owner, they ask you how many issues of their book you bought. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. A weird question. Like, why would they even like, that's kind of a weird question to me. I love, well, I mean, we get, but I get in fucking some weird ass conversations with people. Like, I'm like, Hey, so what's the most fucked up thing about Marvel? Hey, so what's the most fucked up thing about DC? Hey, so tell me this, tell me this. And then I'm like, so how do you make this money on this? And then they would ask me. So blanks, blanks are key. Like at comic cons, if you guys have blanks, artists will bend over backwards. The artists, they don't normally think like, like a lot of business people do. Like artists will go in there and they'll do the, their, their they'll go do their art and stuff and they'll go do it personalized for for like people. 
Whereas they could have just went and just done a lot of different sketches. So I'll talk to a lot of these artists, like going in and doing these comic cons, I'll roll in like with their own stuff. I'm like, Hey baby, Hey, you guys, you want to pick up some of these? Hey. So I'll go hit up like a lot of these artists with their own stuff. So we'll just get through casual conversations through things like that. But yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just interesting though. I never, but I've always, I've never gone as a comic book store. I've always gone as a fanboy. So you know what I mean? I've always just gone with that one. See, I've never, issue. I've never actually, I've, it's, it's always been a business to me. It's never actually been, I've, like, I am a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of like, making money. Stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I'd rather go sit there and bullshit with the guy and be like, yo, let's go get drunk. You know, I'd rather like try to go do that than like try to, hey, I don't know. It's just, it's fun for me. When you guys, when you guys go to Comic Con, you guys get, get in with me early. Like, Get in with me early for like one of the days. We'll go have a blast. Or hey, you know the fun thing? Come set up with me for a con. You go meet everybody. That's what you boys should do. Well, uh, let's, talk, let's, let's talk about that because that brings up an interesting point that I love to talk to. I, I I try to ask this question to every dealer at cons I can. What is the pre-dealer trading like? or pre-dealer selling like? Is that pretty heavy as we all think it is and here it is? Nah, man. Nah. So, th there's okay, so there's some sharks out there and those dudes, you know who the sharks are and they'll run up in your booth and they'll be like, I'll give you blah, 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 blah. This ain't worth shit. Blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, <laughs> let me get set up first. What? Before you even start talking. Are they, already looking, are they, are they already looking through your books as, as you're setting up? Some people they are, but I mean, you you almost have to go like piss on their foot. Like this is mine. Get off it. Like, swear <laughs> to Christ. Like, but they're uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff. The best part is the Endicon. That's where people mess up. Is that a good they, weed or what? <laughs> what did he say? It sounded like you said Indicon. Yeah, that's yeah. good weed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be the best name for her. <laughs> it keeps you up and gets you going. Yeah. That's the comic book strain, man. Yeah, um, yeah I guess, that, you know, no, we always the, say uh, that be there at the end and, and make people offers. And, and you know, I imagine that that's what you're doing. You're trying to just sell as much as possible at the end, right? Bro, you sit there. And you like when people are literally breaking down their stuff because security will kind of kick you out, but they won't necessarily kick you out. Like if you're sitting there trying to make deals and like especially like if you were like are with one of us and we kind of like point and you're like, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let, let him stay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> still trying to, like there's no way like if you and me are making a deal, there's awesome. no way you're it's leaving my booth. I'm not going to. So knowing that. What you can do is you can get a lot of these vendors together because a lot of these guys are older. They're not wanting to lift everything. And if you want to pick up some stuff and you got some serious cash, my advice is to go there like the, the, the few days and then wait till the end because everybody's coming. I'm, I'm out because that's what I don't have. Yeah. There's so much stuff and people come back with so much. Yeah. I um my problem that lately with cons is money. Uh, yeah, well, not only money, but <laughs> I'm really and we talk about a lot on the show. I'm it's getting to a point where there's less comic dealers and more foam swords and peanuts, 
and it's uh, starting to kind of get annoying because yeah. I used to go to cons, like going love, to King. loving going through the, the, the dollar bins, just stacking good. dollar books away, you know, getting good deals on trades and then buying major keys. You can't really do that anymore. Like, as much as you used to. I mean, I remember going to San Diego. I used to go to San Diego year after year in the early 2000s. And I would come back with long boxes of dollar books. I just don't, I don't see that anymore, especially at the smaller cons or, you know, like the Ace cons or the Phoenix cons. Well, not it's, getting, it's getting so expensive for us to like, to put that money in there. So like, is it really worth it that much? For us to be able to bring in books that like the cost. Not anymore. Not so anymore. like the one thing that I would urge, and you guys know I'm not like one of those PC people who's like, hey guys, let's go do this for the community. But like these library cons, like Corbin, like you guys should be on top of that. Like, like that'd be one cool thing that you guys should do. Even even you guys as a podcast, you guys could even start your own con. Like you guys, Corbin, you got the hookup. You got the hookup with the libraries. Boys, you got the podcast to be able to do that. You guys come up and like be able to start your own thing. I can tell you though, from some some just some library insight, as far as us employees that are in charge of programming and getting that stuff together, we're pretty much on an island. It's kind of crazy because they basically say, Oh, you want to do a library con? Great. Can you make sure you get these people here? They make sure the space is available. You have to put everything else together, just you. And then they just give the A-OK to it. So oftentimes, you have one person who usually doesn't know comics, just knows books, who reach out to one or two retailers, make sure they remake the usual round to, you know, the Arizona Avengers and stuff like that. And then you have a half kind of con. And that's what it is. Because they don't put a lot of support into those. I yeah, wish but, I'm talking, did. but I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. Oh. You putting that on. Yeah, they. I mean, from where I work, they canceled ours. We have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole we're not having another kind at least where i work the Chandler library has one that's been going on for 10 years maricopa county had one for a couple years and then there was um like controversy regarding up. huh i said i feel like his gentleman jack oh god so me uh, <laughs> no. there was some controversy um involving some drag story time that they wanted at the Comic Con like queens and shit. Yes, and the community yeah. reacted, the libraries reacted, and the county said, "Forget it." So we're not having those anymore. Um, I was joking. Oh, I was taking it very seriously about the con. I want one. I wish we had one. Um, and we had one for like three years, and they're not having it. But other libraries, like you said, the Channel, the Phoenix, you can lend your support, make those rounds. It just sucks that they have to, Arizona, especially, has to rely on a bunch of those, like three or four live cons or lib cons a year, and all of them are not that great because comic deals by and large aren't really coming out. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, I don't know. Well, it's we've got a bad reputation. About? Yeah, I mean, I've gone to library cons just to like get some books and there could not be a single dealer out there. And it's just like library-inspired comics. Like, look what we have on our shelves and things of that. Like, hardcore comic fans aren't going there. It's teens who are kind of getting into comics or into that pop culture. And these days, it's a, like a mix of anime and comics well, and bring, bring, bring this idea up to me bring this idea up to me in nine months i'll take care of this i'll have the whole valley figured out with this I'm, all right i will we'll we'll cross this bridge in nine it's months it's live i remember all right <laughs> <laughs> got you i just need some more pimping to do in june in june hey right, we lost somebody big pimp yeah he'll, he'll be, be back. back he'll be back i'll be back no that sucked anyway so is everybody all caught up on uh titans yeah. Finished it, yeah. Didn't I? I'm gonna let Matt go. The I'm fucking let... cod piece on Dick Grayson. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna piss. 
Look, there you go. It was instantly shit. Brandon had to go. As soon as he heard that. Ooh. He had a cod piece and he's like, hold on. Gotta go. Relieve my that motherfucker is packing. He is fucking, dude. He's got a tripod, dude. That that guy's got salami hanging out, dude. Did it's you finish fucking... Titans? No, but I watched that episode. I was fucking pissed. So... I need to back. I need to bet. I didn't realize that chick that plays Raven is like 15. Yeah. I thought she was older. I thought she was younger, to be honest with you. I Googled her today. but uh, I did, Well, I did too. When she becomes Raven after the first episode, I'm like, damn, she looks good. And then I looked her up on, online. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing with Deathstroke, I was like, I was watching and I was I was kind so of bummed. Stupid. I'm not going to give anything so away stupid. if nobody's actually watched it. So stupid. I was kind of bummed, though. I'm hoping what it is, it's like not what you think. And then something else happens and he's kicking ass. Because Deathstroke is such an awesome character. There's no reason to get rid of him. He should be the constant fucking battle with the Titans. Yeah. Like, like it, it, there's nothing wrong with him disappearing for a while and then coming back, but the Teen Titans should always be fighting Deathstroke. He should be a recurring villain. He already has the stakes. I just think with the way that it wrapped up, and again, I guess we're not doing spoilers, so no spoilers. It was just very underwhelming. I was hoping for this just final climatic showdown. Um, I didn't really feel like, feel I got that. It, it just felt weird and disjointed throughout. And you're right. Like the way they dispatched, I think I can say that, the antagonist that they built so much up about him over the season just did not seem right, sit right to me. The only hope I have is just what you said, Kyle, that he's not what you think that. it is. Yes. It's not, it's not what, what you think, think it is. It's and not. I think that's what it is because he, he is Slade fucking Wilson. He is Deathstroke. He's and for the always got, he's always got something up his sleeve. He's not, he, you know, he's a hard motherfucker. He's, he's a badass. It would be really cool to see Trigun. He well he he is he's at the he's the villain at the end of the first season you got to go back and finish watching. Well, I, 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 remember, I, I watched I, like I four episodes and then I watched the last episode that was on. So yeah, he's I, in the I, first episode. Of, well, he's actually in the first episode. So you haven't been watching two. Kyle, basically. Yeah. I mean, I'm back. I'm back, and I finally get, like I said, I finally got a Fire Stick so I can watch Disney. So I watched like I'm caught up on Mandalorian now. Oh yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. There you go. Maybe Yoda, motherfucker. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep in the third episode i'm because i know he gave what little baby yoda dude away and then all of a sudden i woke up and he had him again you were caught up that's like the best episode too because it's like john wick and yeah so i woke up and he was like they were like fighting and and like they're waiting like they dug that i got all caught up in the store so i'm good I love how Kyle's like, yeah, man, totally saw this, and I'm all caught up. I fell asleep 45 minutes, but then well, I saw the end, and I saw season two of Titans a lot. Let's go back to Titans real quick before we talk about Mandalorian. So, right. Titans, this whole season, like, I feel like the very last episode took a, what was a great season and turned it into Batman v Superman in one episode. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. of how underwhelming the the finale was, and they took Deathstroke, and they took that situation, but then like, and he was the villain over the overarching, and then like the more the more the focus was on Connor and and Garfield. On the, uh, by the, the way, a, a development that only started coming four episodes before, right? 
and then then their setup for next season was like you know Ivan Ooze from Power Rangers movie showed up and threw Ivan's ooze on some bitch's face and then like he was like get, 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 and like shot a a shot on her face and now we're gonna get Blackfire next season and it's like how who knows about Blackfire unless you're not a huge fan like it was terrible setup I I just felt like this entire execution of of Teen Titan or of Titans wasn't even good in the last episode. And you don't even know Dick Grayson's Nightwing. If you don't know, other than the name of the episode, or if you know comic knowledge, you'd be like, who the hell is he supposed to be now? Because he never they, says, they, I'm they Nightwing. Dude, no, no one ever asked love, you. Dude, I really, except for the fucking, the huge goddamn cod piece. Fucking, like, I don't know if he's, they're giving a nod to David Bowie or what, but dude. I loved the Nightwing suit. Oh, it was well done. Like it was, it was well I dude, it's it. They fucking killed it. Like that dude who plays Dick Grayson, except for here being a fucking cop, is awesome. I hate the cop part. Why? I just don't like it. I think because it's. I think it's stupid. What? Just because he's a cop? Yeah, I just think it's 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 a stupid, pointless back part that, 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 that you don't need as as dick grayson and as being nightwing you don't he doesn't need to be a f- stupid fucking cop what and what, uh, was, the, what was the just deal me. with with who they kill off too like that, um, yeah where, where yeah. did that come from and then they're By like the way. then they're like oh she might not be dead um she you know raven's gonna go back to try to bring her back it, it was so ridiculous by the way the fact that since we already said she died so quickly and pointlessly. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Like, I looked at it, and I was watching, and it's like, oh, boom. And then, oh, boom, cut to the funeral. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I knew that something was going to happen because it was like five minutes left in the damn show. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. The whole season. She's, she's sitting there going toe-to-toe, punch-for-punch with, with Connor, with Superboy, but then a little bit of lightning, and she's out. Oh, my God. Right? I was hoping that that is. Ridiculous. That did I? I'm hoping that that is another thing too. That like something happens and like everything's cool. Before we transition to Mandalorian, did anyone see the Harley Quinn animated uh, episode? No, that was funny. Oh, what's it on? Um, it's on DC Universe. It came out. It came out the same um, day that this. They both dropped today. So it was the end of Titans, and the Harley Quinn animation was like the one that's going to keep going from now for the next like 13 weeks or whatever. Like one episode a week. Very, very funny. I loved it. I knew it was going to be like funny and it was going to be some action. It was definitely over the top at parts, but yeah. Funny, yeah like, pop, 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 it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of that, but it was just in like, especially for people who you could watch it and not know a thing about Batman. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody under the age of 13. Like, it, Batman? But exactly, but like, like it. And then the comic fans who are really into it, even down to what Harley Quinn's wearing at certain points in the show. It's point so many Easter eggs. It was really, really good. Like they did a great job on that. I is that the one with Kaylee Kuki? So weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and her voice. She's okay. She didn't try to do any of like the homage to the earlier Joker, like uh, Harley Quinn. It's really just her voice. Like, well, but um, you guys should check it out. It's funny. There's an actual current plot throughout, and there's a lot of laughs in it. Um, Brandon doing his own podcast. (laughs) I'm talking to my wife. (laughs) Nobody's fucking talking to me. (laughs) I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) And now it's dead. No, (laughs) 
But anyway, um, that's my recommendation for the week. Check out the Harley Quinn animated series. You do the, um, you do the podcast drinking game. He does the podcast within a podcast. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it's yeah. a podcast within a podcast. I'm like one of those Russian dolls. I'll just put shit and tie it and shit and tie it shit and tie it shit. He's a nesting doll. He's a, He runs a <laughs> nesting podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. So, well, at least I didn't take well, off on you. Where, where right. the friggin' Brian at? Brian's doing the top ten list. So, What's Brian... That? He does the top the top ten hot comics of the week for CBSI for the Tales from the Flip Side. Okay. He does a. These are the top ten books to speculate on, and then he'll be back in like twenty minutes. He 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 leaves our show to go become part of the problem, and then he comes back. <laughs> the part of the oh, market okay. problem, and then comes back. That's why you got yeah, stupid books he's doing selling the, for. It's I called the hot. It's called the hot ten. So if anybody's into that. You know, wondering what the hot books to buy are. They do a whole show on it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If you if you want to find someone to blame why Batman Batwoman Beyond sells like fire one week and then drops the next, it's people like him. Yeah, wow. no, I, yeah, I know about those dudes. <laughs> yeah. fire. I'm just kidding. But so Mandalorian, um this episode was was good and I was surprised to uh, see it was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. So it was, it was interesting to see. Uh, wow. I was trying to figure out why it was directed so much better than the other three episodes. I'm just joking. I really didn't notice. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, uh, She was uh, Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Man she's, 3. She's Ron Howard's she daughter. Was, so. Yeah, she's she Ron Howard's daughter. She's in Park movies recently. Yeah. She's an actual fighter. Mm. Her Corbin's play. a fighter. I am. <laughs> that, that actress... The actress that played, uh, what's her name? Hmm. Oh, in episode four? Yeah. You know she's an actual cage fighter? Yeah, she's an MMA fighter. Or MMA? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Uh, I don't know. Badass McGee. Right? <laughs> Badass McGee works. So, uh, I really gotta go back and watch episode three, I take it. Yeah, motherfucker. I didn't realize I fell asleep then. Dude, you missed like, like epic, like badass shit. I swear, like, to God, I remember him giving Baby Yoda getting all of the, and then he gets his new suit. Okay. Right, and then I right. woke up, and then they were gonna say, "Hey, you guys dig this big pit so it falls into it," and then they're yeah, that's totally exactly how they said it. But yes, go on, go on. Her uh, her name is go Gina on. Gina Carino. <laughs> And that, and I remember that fight scene coming on. So I missed an entire episode then. Well, well, no, I mean, do you? We still got the fight scene. What do you remember in the fight scene? What happened? What happened? Let's go. Come on, keep on clarifying. Let's go. I remember. I remember. Chick said, "Give me that rifle. I'm gonna run up and jump in the water, and I'm gonna shoot it." What did that look like? What did that look like? Reenact so, so the scene. Brandon wants to see the scene. Hold on. So you fell asleep in episode yeah, three no, and woke up in episode four. He's yeah. So, but that's no, like, no one's just no one's connecting the dots as he fell asleep in episode three and he woke Dude, up in episode he's four. To reenact the scene. Why are you stopping him? <laughs> pew pew pew. Because yeah, it makes no right. sense. Pew, 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 pew. Right. So how did it go? I think he had it like more like towards his chest. Put down the drink. Let's see it go. Who? Pew 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I, was, I guess I missed the whole episode. I'll have to go back to the episode. No, no, start, no, start from what you remember. I, I think you got, I think you're on the pew 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 track. 
This is that high content right here. This is a fully comprehensive Mandalorian recap for those who missed it. Yeah. You hear a lot of pew, pew, pew. Sorry for all the advanced spoilers, guys. This is crazy. (laughs) Oh, man. Hold on. Let me pour some more Jack Daniels. I think think you're losing right there. (laughs) What? Like, you should be – that whole thing should be gone by now, right? It's got, getting, yeah, he plays it out for the drinking game. Oh, okay. It's getting serious now. He doesn't have a chaser. He's just going straight. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. That's the kind of uh, kind of mark I put on people. They just see me and want to drink. I know that's what my mother used to say. <laughs> Brandon, I see you, and it makes me want to do this. <laughs> Mommy, stop saying those things. Oh my god! Think that you're here, Brandon. <laughs> Dig a hole, pew 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 pew. pew. That's what happened. Yeah. Basically, they're like, "Hey, you ten people, take sticks. The rest of us are gonna have pew pew pews, and then this huge thing is gonna come out of the fucking out of the woods with a spotlight, and then." You guys are going to have just sticks. So you guys are fucked. And we're going to shoot pew pew pews. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew pew! No, this episode will not have any blowjob. I will not show how to give fellatio this episode. Definitely don't do that. I don't know if anybody watches. Uh, I just thought it was funny. I don't know if anyone watches A Good Place, but... Uh, one of the guys from the fishing village. Now that's pill, a transition. It plays pill boy in the go in the good place, and it just it was just funny for me personally, like connecting those two, just thinking of the role he plays in that show versus what he was playing in the Mandalorian. I like that the one episode the baby Yoda took like a like a twenty minute nap for the entire <laughs> episode. He used a little bit of force power, then took a fatty nap. Dude, that, I mean that's what I that's what everybody else did after Turkey Day, so. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. Do you guys do you guys watch it like with the uh, the 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 captions on? Like where you kind of like see it's like it'll be like Baby Yoda cough. Baby Yoda makes a shit ton of noise that you don't even realize. It, it, Baby Yoda does a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that noise yet. That's a different dialect I've never heard. I totally did it. <laughs> I heard it. I fucking heard it. I'm looking like I'm like missing a tooth. Pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. <laughs> All right, Matt. What do we have next? I'm I'm still waiting for you to reenact more of uh, the Mandalorian. Dude, that oh, would be yeah. that was the episode. Wait, wait. What happened after that? I want to hear. Leave, I'm gonna leave Baby Yoda here. Well, now knowing no, that you no, fell no, no, asleep, no. Hold, baby on, Yoda hold on. Now I'm knowing, sorry. I'm gonna give Baby Yoda a hug because I'm a little kid and I miss Baby Yoda. Hold on. Now knowing that you fell asleep in episode three and woke up midway through episode four, I want to see your reenactment of what you remember. I just did it. Raise your hand. One more time. Totally told everything I remember. One more time with feeling. That was like the last dude. I can't put any more feeling than the last five minutes. So, uh, since we have a comic shop owner here, I want to get your opinion on the news that came out uh, 
there, Brandon, about um, Diamond accidentally leaking Marvel's ordering dates and release dates for upcoming books. I, th- I thought what they did was they released comic book owners' info. Was it their info? Comic book shop owners' information. Their personal information is what they leaked. Yeah, it, ordering data. Yeah, of Marvel. Their their personal data on what they order from Marvel. Was you were you part of that, Brandon? My wife's telling me. Wait, what? Maybe come sit down and tell us. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, boys. So it's like somebody at Diamond accidentally attached a file to emails that went out to approximately 200 Diamond account holders that contained like ordering or like ordering and information data from other customers. They realized it about like not too long afterwards and told everybody to delete that email, please. But people just spread it because yeah, they're rat well, fox. I don't know if they spread it or not. I don't know how important it would be to the average comic book store owner, but 200 people were accidentally sent information like it was the wrong file. I didn't. I didn't get the information. I didn't get the information, nor would I give a fuck about anybody else's information. Now I, mean, I can really see. I can see where. I could see where this, like, let's say, for instance, if I was in New York or if I was in L.A. or they're, like, competing, like, stores around me and you're actually seeing, like, what kind of ratio variance that they're getting. Like, if they're getting a bunch of, like, one out of two thousands or one out of one thousand. But does it really matter, though, what they're ordering? Would you see what they order? A A little bit. Because then you could kind of like bounce off. You could put kind of have sales like kind of like on what they could do. Like there's things that there's there are there. Yeah, but you're kind of speculating, aren't you? I'm sorry. Aren't you just kind of speculating? Is he really selling 400 books of that title, or is he just buying a shitload so he can get that variance? Like, I mean, you really. Is that what kind of of what you have to do? I, I can I can see both sides. Yes. Is it going to be that big of a difference? No. But do I want other people knowing my information? Oh hell no! Definitely not. You know, I don't. I don't want anybody. That's no. That's in nobody's business. I mean, that's no. just like how do you accidentally fucking do that? I mean, shit happens. Mistakes happen. I mean, that means you have to accidentally open up your email. You have to accidentally scroll down to attach. And you have to accidentally click on it. Then you have to accidentally fucking select that file. And then you have to accidentally send plus press send. Like there's like seven accidents you have to do to make that happen. And then you have to accidentally send it out to 200 people. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of that's a lot of acts. That's a lot of accidents. You don't actually. I mean, I, I, I can't really I can't really speculate on like what really would happen with any of that. Or not um, speculate right now. Unless he's got it like Outlook and he's trying to send it to somebody else and accidentally sends it to the wrong like email group. Like a drunk text. Yeah. Yeah. You know what diamonds they do? There's a there's a there's a program you can download. That says, "Are you sure you want to send it to these people?" And you can double check. I'm sure that there is, God, but I'm also sure. I know there is. For a fact. I, I'm probably sure the person who made the error wasn't aware of that until afterwards. I'm sure they know now, though. I'm pretty sure they, they had to. That's too. I don't know. That's too many. They did it on purpose. I'm fucking saying it. I don't give a shit. With confidence, I'm saying that motherfucker said it. They they did it on purpose. You think so? 
Oh, yeah. There's too many steps involved to do that. I mean, it's not going to give you that big of an advantage over anything. You know, it's just... It's just the fact that it's a shitty thing that they did. Like, like I mean, it really... Okay, okay, now you know that comic book store B ordered 400 issues. That's all you really know. That they order too many goddamn shitty Marvel titles. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. That's really what it boils down to. It just, it just, if you're in competition with another store on there, it's just showing each other how much you each order. Like it. But what are the odds that you added? I mean, how, how many stores are there across the country that have a diamond account? What do you say? 1300. 1300. So out of all those stores, you got 200 out of 1300. The odds of you getting fucking Joe Blow store down the street is probably pretty slim. Yeah. Grand scheme of things, because you really, like Brandon, you don't care about the comic book store in North Carolina. They don't mean no, shit. but nor do nor do I give a shit about the comic book store right down the street because I don't feel like any of these people are on my level. Like I I don't I don't care about these people. Like I, I really you shouldn't. You should only take care of your store and your customers, and that's all that matters. As long as you're doing everything that you can do, then it really doesn't matter, right? Exactly. I mean, you, if you spend so much time worrying about fucking. The down the street shop, then you have more problems. Yeah, I'm more curious about Corbin's fucking Britney Grinders tattoo. See, that's the stuff you shouldn't be worried about. Though, right? That's my not point. No, I get it. I, I want to see a certain level tramp stamp. That's what I'm waiting to see. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'll no, remember, I got the tramp stamp, fool. <laughs> oh, shit. What is going oh. on here? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that's fucking I just fun. saw I just saw Corbin's ass. <laughs> Hashtag oh blackout. Hold on. I'm sweating here now. Let me cool myself down. Hey. Corbin, hey. how come you don't got my shirt on? Hey, you know, I didn't change. It's the same shirt I had when I came. I've been running hey, around. If I had a shirt, I'd be fucking wearing it right now. Welcome Corbin, back. Welcome it's back a fire to the shirt. Sh- Corbin Welcome. Corbin stayed the night at my house. He he took my hockey jersey home. Oh hey, that's uh, cute to walk a shirt for those pictures. That's I mean, the Patreon account. I release them. Hold on, I just want to make sure that we got everyone back after the uh, the full lunar eclipse we just had. <laughs> okay, that's probably the best thing they've seen all night. I don't know. Let's throw in the house. Corbin. Corbin's ass. I don't know what's going on. This show is hey, officially off the rails. That was a lot of ass. Yeah. <laughs> you even kind of backed it up a little bit. You were doing a little bit of a twerk. Well, I had to make sure shit. the angle was right. Fucking Corbin's on Michael said we just lost listeners. Michael, yeah. I would say we gained some. That's I what know. I would say. What's up, Jay? Corbin has a delay. Uh oh, maybe I need to leave the show and come back. You, no, do, you have a you do you have a mad delay. I don't. I think it's your Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm a, it probably is my what? Wi-Fi. I know exactly what the reason is, but let me leave and come back. Because you're downloading oh porn. God. Uh, no. Not Why at would all. you download it? You could just stream. He's torrenting it. comics, guys. He's torrenting comics. Donny Cates might be watching. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, I'm I'll be back in a second. Oh my god! Just when I was about to ask him his opinion on something, and he wants to leave. So that's that's what we do here. Yeah. There's Corbin for you. <laughs> He's got to go uh, get another tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's talk real quick about uh, Kyle. I know you were laughing about this earlier today. Robert Pattinson forcing the, uh, the production of the Batman movie to go be delayed because he's having trouble bulking up. That's hilarious. Wasn't there a discussion on this show a few episodes back where we were talking about how Batman needs to be bulky and people were saying, no, he doesn't need to be bulky. He could be a a, a more slender Christian Bale type Batman. Well, I mean, he's kind of a scrawny fuck, so he does need to bulk up a little bit. Like, I, even Christian Bale bulked up a little bit. He's gotta, he's gotta rip up a little bit to be. I mean, you have to be in fucking shape to be in Batman. You can't have fat Batman. Fat Flash works, but fat Batman does not. How the fuck does flat fat Flash work? I don't know. I seen it, dude. He was racing a car, man. He fucking ran faster than it. I I see the fucking gif. <laughs> <laughs> Michael says that Corbin is downloading Gotham by Asslight on Uport. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear the story about fucking Corbin buying like pirated VHS tapes at AceCon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Does it at Phoenix Comic Con too? Wait, he did it more than once? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Again? I can't remember what it was he bought. He bought. They want to say, dude. Somebody should start their own booth just for Corbins. <laughs> Here is the Corbin bootleg booth. <laughs> I mean, he's got. A, I mean, if he's, he should have his own person that's helping him bulk up. Maybe that guy is what failed him. Well, he needs to call whoever helped uh, um, Chris Pratt out because he went from doughy dad bod in in uh, Parks and Rec to chiseled as shit as Star-Lord, so. I don't know, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he, he he did, you know, he was one sandwich away from being fat. Yeah. So. I definitely don't think Corbin can afford that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the dude for... Doesn't Joe Bat laugh? Oh, he doesn't do that. He's fucking dry. Laugh. Yeah. Um, unless someone's given, unless someone's demonstrating fellatio, he doesn't laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's the demonstrating fellatio. Oh, you have to watch the last episode if you can get through the the Corbin screaming on top of everybody. If you could get through that, then you can watch me demonstrate f- how awesome fellatio is. Awesome! I even spit on it. <clears throat> awesome! Jesus, because nothing is nothing is complete unless you spit on it. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that before. Um, <laughs> Anyways, you were saying about Robert Pattinson, Kyle, before you started talking about giving head. Yeah, he I'm does. If he, I, th- I think if he's not bulking up, then it's his trainer's fault. That's what I think. Because, or maybe he doesn't give a fuck about bulking up. I don't know. Fuck him. He's a fucking vampire. Fuck him. He doesn't need to be Batman anyway. Or, or it goes to his. It's his. He's not dedicated. Yeah, he's not dedicated to his workout routine. He just has a really high metabolism, and so he can't gain muscle. He just like loses weight when he works out or something. You want to these fuckers? No, no. <laughs> he is a vampire, so it is hard. Yeah, no. So what, what the articles were saying was like I forget what the the weird term was. It's probably like a guy gym term to make excuses for things, but it was something about like he can't gain weight because he has a really high metabolism, and so 
when he works out, he just loses weight instead of like gaining muscle or something. I don't know what it was. Get him on a high yeah. regiment of steroids. Like a high burner yeah, fuck or yeah. something. It was like they used some weird word like high burner or something, and like it just sounded like it was part of the stove. <laughs> Which <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. That was actually me responding to the chat. I'm sorry. That was not intended for anything else. But... <laughs> Get him on some high steroids. Oh shit! What did you do, Kyle? Smacking my fucking computer around. Fuck you, computer. Welcome back, Corbin. Hey, hey I'm here. Corbin. How's the life? Corbin, Michael B. Can Jordan. You... Is, you're good. Michael B. Jordan, Superman. You in or out? Yeah, man. I like Michael B. Jordan. Why not? I think he's a terrible actor. Fuck. Wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry, hey, Kyle. Don't you fucking I, disagree with me and start over fucking yelling at me? Hey, hey listen, me. listen. If you take my we side, we won't be arguing about that. So take my side. We're not going to argue. Hey, hey. What has Michael B. Jordan done? Okay, There's no that? more Wait. of that. Sh- Wait. Wait. What happened to Brandon? He left. He doesn't like the Michael B. Jordan talk. What the fuck? I think it was an accident. Everyone's leaving. Is that true? Because I came back on? I know what this is Cor- about. Corbin starts screaming, so... I literally started lowering my voice. What happened to Brandon? He left. He said he got sick He's of like, you. He, he said he did shit. not appreciate you performing a fellatio while his wife was talking, so he left. <laughs> I mean, that'll do it. <sighs> there was no insult to him nor his wife. Let me put that out there. We didn't lose anybody. We're going good. No, we lost Brandon. Can't you see there's only three of us? Oh, I meant on the chat. I thought we were talking about... Okay. Oh, everybody in the chat's fucking awesome. I fucking love you guys. No, oh, talking about Brandon. Guys and gals, everybody. What the he's, fuck? Brandon he's out. He just caught up to his delay, caught up to you doing that. And he's like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> he's done. He's had enough. We do no fucking story exclusives with you, motherfuckers. Yeah. He said, See just- this right here? That's what I'm doing. Just, just dropping out. Peace. <laughs> So, but I'm just saying, what do you think? I think he's a terrible actor. I thought he was fucking shitty in Black Panther. Are you serious? No. No. Okay. No. He was the highlight of Black Panther. I'm a fucking villain. No. Highlight. You fucking killed my dick. Highlight. Fuck that shit. That's a terrible actor. Are you serious, Matt? I I didn't mean to mute you. Oh, okay. I'm about to. I hit the rock thing. Gotta get fired up. <laughs> let's let's Literally, not let's not get fired up where you're yelling Black over Panther. people. All right. All right. I'm, I'm a I'm a best hey. <laughs> actor in Black Panther. Done. I liked him better than Chadwick Boseman. I love Chadwick, but I just didn't like his performance in Black Panther. I think Michael B. Jordan. I don't even think he's overrated. I think he's a solid actor who's actually shown some growth as an actor. Why would he not make a good Superman cop? I've already seen him a Superman it's called it's called Chronicle. Just kidding. Thank you. Good night. Uh, no. Chronicle was an okay movie. You, you think he'd be a good Superman? I why not? I, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion, why he's not? Scary. He's fucking scrawny. I'm right on there with Kyle. He bulks up. Have you not seen Creed 1 or 2? Listen, I think I castings... I think hey, that castings, shit's on Hulu. It is on then Hulu. You should watch it. You're probably going to fall asleep through half the movie, wake up at the end and be like, oh, uh, yeah, I saw... Um, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Um, I'm so sorry, okay. Brandon, if I offended you. Look... <laughs> I agree with Kyle. He's the casting's all wrong. If you want to get it casted right, have him play Black Adam and let The Rock play Black Superman. Then that's more 
a bit no, interesting. No, so. no, yeah. no. Some level of Scarlett Johansson playing. That's some appropriation shit. The, the Rock, Rock Black Superman. Yeah, because the Rock no, how, is basically how a black Superman. man play the Black Superman. The Rock not is black. On the fence. Why are not you on the fence? Who are you to question the Rock's Me. race? I'm just saying you question my casting in that role. That's horrible. Nah. Chat. He's a big name actor. No name actors only. Chat, please. I think. I just think, dude. <laughs> I like Michael B. Jordan, but I don't think he's he's the right actor to play Superman. It's not Tim. Have you not seen Fruitville Station? He's been very good in movies. He was okay in Chronicle. But then you watch like Fahrenheit 451, and I mean those movies weren't good to begin what the with. Fuck is that? Fantastic Four, same thing. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a world changing actor, but come on, let's he not like Fantastic Four. Yeah, he was the new Johnny. He was um, who no we. Yeah, he was the dude Johnny, Johnny Storm. Storm. And now that one I didn't think was a good casting. Yeah. Oh, he's a fucking terrible. That dude fucking. That movie sucks. Nope. I agree. With all those actors on the show. That movie and sucks. Find another job. That movie sucked. Okay, that was the problem there. Come on, guys. Let's let's be real here. Let's let's take off the lens. Let's let's just objectively look at things. I know it's hard for you, Kyle. Let's try that, and you can see that it might possibly work. Brandon won't even respond to my text messages. Dude, <laughs> you got him heated, bro. <laughs> oh my god, that didn't, dude, that didn't take long. He's done with you, bro. I he's think not, he's he probably hasn't gone back to his phone. He's connection. got you on. He's got you on block, son. Like <laughs> he went and blocked you right out, right away. I feel bad now. You should. I'm over it. Hold on. Your take too. So he was good in some movie that three people have watched. Tim, you're being ridiculous. More than three people have watched. I that agree movie. with Tim. Just, just a minute. People just don't like Michael B. Jordan. That's fine. You guys could also all be wrong, and that's fine too. It happens. I don't care who plays Superman, but they got to have that chiseled jit, that chin, and chiseled gin. Jordan, not have, have chiseled gin. I do not have any gin. I have a gentleman. I'm, I'm done with John Captain. When, when I want to talk gin. movie casting, I'll go to Couch Countries to get a real opinion. Wow. <laughs> if I were in real opinion, I'd go to, uh, <laughs> no. I'm gonna. If I wanted a real opinion, I'd go to Tales from the Spinner Rack. <laughs> yeah, that's a good opinion. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? I give that 1.5 couch cushions. <laughs> that's a flub for me, dog. That's a flub for me, dog. Oh, I feel bad if I really piss off Brandon. I, it wasn't my intent. So, oh, dude, you made him so mad. What happened? He just fucking bailed on us. Yeah, dude. Kyle, Kyle was performing Felicia while his wife was talking, and Brandon was like, I'm out. He's like, I'm done. So, Kyle's got to find <laughs> a comic shop now. Yeah, probably. But Kyle, yeah. Oh, man. On discounts. That didn't take long. No, nope, there goes your live show from there. Fuck. Damn, I feel bad. Shout out to Brandon. I'm sorry, dude. And he made some bold statements there. Well, that, was, that was interesting. Some, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, he did. That that fuck all the other shops statement. That was a that was a, a tight statement. Hey, you know what though? When you're a business, that I mean, you've got to. Yeah. It's all about me. It's not. That's a wow. bold statement, Common. Uh, Cotton, I'm interested to see Ooh. if that pays off for him. Who? Common? Cotton. I mean, Common. I think you kind of have to have a confidence. I don't know how cutthroat the comic store industry is, but 
I mean, maybe that's that kind of us against There's, the world mentality. That's definitely one thing he's not lacking is confidence. No. So. He definitely has that in space. Brandon is a confident person. <laughs> oh, my God. He won't even respond to shit. But is he seeing it? He just might not be seeing it. Maybe, no, he's not even looking at maybe it. Maybe if Corbin texts him. Corbin texts him, ask him what happened. He likes he likes right. him some Corbin. Listen, everyone <laughs> likes him some Corbin. Yeah. I'm a good guy. I I, I, nice. Not everybody likes him some Corbin. Who doesn't? We'll talk about that later. We will, definitely. So, okay. opinions, um, Snyder Cut, coming to HBO Max. I'm so fucking tired of it, I don't even give a shit. So, my question is, what happens to the fandom when the Snyder Cut comes out and it's equally as much ass as the Joss Whedon Cut? Um, honestly, I don't even give a fuck. Who cares? Like, how long have we been talking about that? Like a year? Two years? Yep. Oh my god, just either shit or get off the fucking pot. It's we're kind of what we're at now. Well, the other problem is is they're saying that it's not even finished. The Snyder Cut was not even ever finished. Who cares? So they put it out anyway. Whatever's there, if it's choppy, just whatever. Release the cuts, you cowards. I, I mean, either I'm just tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of seeing I'm tired of hearing that there's billboards for it. I'm tired of tired of people talking about it. If do it or don't do it. Make up your goddamn mind. If you're not gonna do it, then quit fucking talking about it. Kyle, did you say that you watched the show um end of the end of the effing world on Netflix? No, I did not. Uh, I tried. It's oh, that's right. That's awful. That's, that's Lance. I'm sorry. I get you guys confused all the time. Wow. Yeah, I look so much like. I look so much like Lance. You and Lance. You Have and you Lance heard that before, though? Twins. It's, it's the hair. Yeah. It definitely is. It definitely is the hair in the five o'clock shadow. And right. unmatched talent for movies and casting choices. Are any of you guys still watching uh, Watchmen? No. Never. Can't start something you never did. Oh, yeah. Watchmen got really good, guys. Sorry to say. Like, Dude, I... I tried so hard to put HBO Go on my Fire Stick, man. I can't do it. I got locked out of my DirecTV account because of it. Really? Because since DirecTV is tied with AT&T, it asks for a username. But when you go on HBO Go to put it on, it's asking for a uh, email. And for some reason, it keeps telling me no. But I'm logged into my DirecTV account as I'm trying to log into my HBO Go account. Uh, I can't remember if it's HBO. Brandon said he's eating dinner. Oh, you know he. You know what he? he hey, Brandon. Hey guys, I'm gonna go eat dinner. I'll see you later. Right? <laughs> you what the fuck? But I, dude, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm all right. Ha ha ha! Thanks for the heads up. Oh man. Speaking so, of that, guys, heads up. Yeah. Go but yeah, it's, I, so, I mean, I guess I'll try it again and I'll watch it. I mean, I only watched episode one, so. Yeah. I, I mean, it does, it does take me a while to get around to watching things. I mean, I just watched Mandalorian. Mandalorian's good. The uh, world according to Jeff Goldblum is good, too. Sorry. I don't care about that. Funny stuff. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't fuck care about that. I don't fuck care about that. God damn it. But, uh, man, I'm at a Red Bull. I drink 24 ounces of Red Bull. What else? Uh, did you guys, anything else you guys want to talk about this week? Anything else interesting happened to you guys over Thanksgiving? I would like to talk about. No, I don't have nothing. Same. Dude, I had a great Thanksgiving. I don't know about you guys, man, but it was fucking nice. Mine, mine was all right. Same. Food and family. That's about what Thanksgiving is. God damn, you're descriptive motherfuckers, yeah. man. Jeez, I mean, the way you guys tell stories, it's like painting a fucking picture. Well, let me ask you this. All right, real quick. So I went last night. I went to Surprise Comics for their midnight comic sale. And I first hundred people got this comic box right here. So... Mm. Uh, they were selling, they were calling them surprise boxes. And for $39, it was $39 for one or a hundred for two. And like it, you had a chance to win like uh Spider-Man 122, uh, the first appearance of a black seated Spider-Man, um, a couple of different key issues like that. But there were hundreds of these boxes. Would you guys partake in some some kind of box giveaway like or box sale like that, where you have a, a the off chance to potentially buy some keys, or would you pass it up, and because you're not you're you're worried that the value of the books you're getting isn't worth the money you're spending? It depends on the price for me. I mean, I'm one of the guys who still buy the books to read them first and foremost. Um, I'm not in that stage where I'm selling or, or, or keeping key issues like that locked up. So if it's for a reasonable price, I love mystery boxes. Sure, why not? Once um, in a while, it's fun to buy mystery boxes. Yeah, but do, yeah. You think, do you think a $40 price point for a mystery box is worth it? Or would you be like, there better be a $40 value in this mystery box? If, if there's the potential to get some cool key books, if you get them or not, as long as you know there's some cool shit, yeah. Um, I think yeah, it's 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 cool. One like one time I bought a, it was hey, it's a mystery short box of image books, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, so I bought it, and it was like, it said guaranteed no duplicates, motherfucker. I had fucking Spawn Medieval number two. I had like twenty seven copies of it, but it's just cool. Once I want to say, what am I gonna get? It's just. I wouldn't do it all the time, but I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it depends on the price I'll point. Be right back if, for something for me, it better have some value. And if I'm not getting a key, that's fine. But at least have some solid books. I don't want a whole bunch of, say, Vigilante or something when I pay 40 bucks for like 12 to 13 issues of Vigilante because then I'll be pissed off. Um, and that, that, that would annoy me. If I don't get say a Spiderman 122, but I get some solid books aside from that, I'm fine with that. Even if it's something recent, but they were good stories or good books, then sure, let's do that. Um, if not, then no. And I think I would pay somewhere between 20 and 40. That's how most mystery boxes go these days. Um, you'll see some crazy Atlantis 50, 60 boxes. I'm not doing that. Um, especially since the risk to reward is more, is more, um, there's more variance there. And then I could end up with a box I paid 50 bucks for that had literally nothing. And that could be annoying, but if the value compensates enough, I figure why not? I do like them, so it's not really you, you know the worst thing to do. Um, but yeah. So did you did you go uh, comic book Black Friday shopping today? 
Uh, I dropped by Brandon's today, and then I went to my own store, but not really for Black Friday shopping. Um, I went um, I went to Brandon's to say hello. I bought a dope shirt from him and some books. I went to Zia's. I got this really cool um, – they had a big sale. Like I think it was buy three things, get one free, all sorts of deals. Um, I got this really cool uh, Civil War like deluxe edition, so it has the book. And then basically has a whole nother book in the volume with like detailed notes on each page and one-on-ones with Mark Mill- Millar and all the other author, author, um, authors, artists, the creative team and everything. It's really good. I got that for like 12 bucks, 13 bucks. So I was happy with that. And then I finally went to my store um, and just picked up a few books I had left over from my last uh, pull box as well as a Spawn Batman because I see one of those. I'm buying one of those. Um and that was it. So I didn't really go too crazy. And I'm happy about it. it wasn't anything really to do, go too crazy about, especially for comics. I was going to get a new phone, but I'm sitting there going, like, there was no deals I saw for that. At least the phone I want. It's like, well, if that's the case, am I getting the phone now or does it matter? So it was nice to go out and buy some books. But um, I definitely wasn't up, like, 7, 8 in the morning to go to these shops. I kind of did it along the way of my day. It's my one day off. So make it count. Nice. I went bought out. I went buck Friday shopping for podcasting gear. You've been loading up on that, man. Like we about to do something big. I just bought new headphones and then I bought a new you need a, a mic like this, bro. A little piece of equipment today that I gotta set up and Ooh, figure out. How to so super excited about it. I have to ask you a question. Do you buy comic mystery boxes? I don't buy comic mystery boxes, no, because I'm a cheap asshole and I want to make sure I'm getting my values worth. Michael, I agree with you. I pay forty and get a box in nineties. I'm hitting somebody. Yeah, nineties uh, comics. I'm hitting them. Well, I, yeah. What I what I try to assume when people do mystery boxes is they're making it worth your time. To 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 for people to go in and give you complete and total garbage is shitty. Yeah, like go into it knowing that you know what? Hey, there's a chance. I'm going to break even, if anything, but there's a chance I might get something cool. And that's the goal. That's always the whole Yeah, like, I, I don't mind, like, you know, it, as long as I'm breaking even or a little bit under, like, I, it, it's just fun to see what am I going to get. That, that, that's kind of cool. That's exciting. I agree. It's one but of the like, rewards of the deal. You, you know going into it, though, and that's, that was part of my thing. You, like, you know going into it that, like, one of the books was Fantastic Four First Galactus. They had, like I said, Spider-Man 122, the first appearance of Black Suit Spider-Man. And, like, you knew they had all these books, but you're looking at these these boxes, and there's hundreds of them, and your odds aren't very good. The odds are not in your favor. Right. And that's where yeah. I'm like, okay, so you're, you're, you're tossing them 40 bucks, but your, your odds aren't very good. So is what you're going to get going to be worth... That forty bucks that you could have spent on something when you that you know what you're getting. Exactly. What's the cost benefit of that? I don't know. Those are fun to me though. Like that's. I get it. The excitement there is there. What's always piqued my curiosity about people who go to conventions and they spend hundreds of dollars on these mystery boxes. Like you see them walking all over the place with these like Super Mario box mystery boxes and you see, you know, it's it's just interesting to see what people will just throw their money away on. I mean, I only buy them if like I'm friends with a guy and they have a mystery box or whatever. I'm not, or, or I think it's a really good deal. I'm not going to comic cons and doing that. Sh- no, that's dumb to me, but I get why people do it. That's just dumb to me. I think 
it's about having fun. You, what's the excitement of mystery box? What's in there? You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fun. Cool, it's fun. And for those who do it and have the financial uh, means to do that, by all means, get your money, get it, and, and have fun doing it. I don't think we can jump on people or down people for that. It's part of the excitement. I just hate when it's done and there's some real duds in there on purpose. Like I think if you're going to spend a, a, a premium price point for some books, regardless of the value, make it that at best, like Kyle said, you're breaking even. Or at worst, you're breaking even. At best, you're walking away with some really cool stuff. Don't make it that some are really, really cool and some are really, really trash and you're paying 40 or 60 or whatever for all of that because that to me is just a ripoff at the end of the day. But then it's also a ploy because you're like, hey, do you want this Spider-Man 122 or do you want what's in the mystery box? And you're like, ooh. you know, And then you're, you're starting to question like, what, but what could be in that mystery box? So, so yeah. then do you take the 122 or do you go with the mystery box? I mean, if that's the case, I'll probably take what's a given. I'm not going to play games with that. If, I, if it's a sure deal, it's mine. Um, yeah, it's pretty much the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering, because like I said, I've always, like, I'm not one of the people that are buy a big into the mystery box. Cause I'm like, I want return on investment, but at the end of the day, I, I know Corbin, you, you do the mystery boxes. I just kind of curious yeah i mean i've done them okay so all this, i've done them what six times now i've gotten done what six times mystery boxes oh have you I'll really space experimentation but i'd be messing with you Kyle. um no i have um i bought one i forgot the comic store they had a dc and a marvel themed box and that was cool um i got some from brandon's comics it was cool i did get a total dud from a store i'm not going to mention that was horrible and that's really it. It's kind of mixed. Most of the time, it's it's more like, oh, what the f-? Like that sort of, sort of mindset. I'm not really, oh, I might get this. I don't really expect much to begin with. I just hope not to get anything that's just trash. Um, and that's the excitement there. When I go to Comic-Cons, there's too much time for me and too much money I'm spending on things I actually see and know or are given that I do not buy mystery boxes over there. No, but, but like, if I go to Zia's and I'm looking through some books and I have like a $3 grab bag, Sure. Why not? I mean, yeah, and, I, and half sure. the time, they don't even know what's really in there. Those kinds of stores. They don't really have comic experts like that. So you might actually find some really cool things in there. Um, like Michael and, Scott, Michael says in the chat, you're playing Deal or No Deal at the comic book store. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cool once in a while. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll always go back around and say that. I avoid it as a rule at the comic cons. The comic book stores that have a relation with them, why not? And that's kind of what I've done. Um, all of mine have been brought at the stores. Um, there was one I bought at the con, but that was from Brandon, which doesn't even count because, like, I buy it from the store. So Yeah, you're saying Brandon doesn't count. No, I'm saying that buying it from Brandon's booth at the Comic-Con doesn't count because I bought... Oh, you're being fine, Kyle. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. Damn. Got work at, like, 6, and I'm not happy for it. But, um, anywho. Yeah, I, I think there's a certain alert to the mystery box. I just... Just as dealers, just don't rip people off with them. I think there should be something cool in every box. I don't obviously make them or assemble them, but something that like objectively could be considered cool. Not something like, oh yeah, this spawn 291 was a really good book to me. So I'm gonna throw it in there. I don't even know. I'm just throwing out a, a book and a number. Um make it something that you can like share with others and go, okay, wow, you got a good book here. Oh wow, you got a cool, a yeah. cool run, a nice set. Um, not just a, a thing of like I said, 90s vigilante. Um, but like not the good ones. And like yeah paid 40 45 bucks for that it would be cool if the way they did is even if you got a little bit of like fodder as long as you got like a decent book like just a couple decent things it doesn't need to be like you know like a fucking new mutants 98 or nothing Mm -hmm. but like 
if you just got some pretty cool stuff, it'd be worth it. Yeah. It kind of it all depends. You're right, it, but just having that sort of benchmark, I think, should be a rule for comic shops doing those or, or, or comic cons doing those because you are putting a higher price point on those books, and you probably know the individual value of them separately would not be worth what it ultimately is to pay for the box itself. Yeah. Open the box and you get in. I don't know. In the box. 80, you know, eighty short little run series that are like for one or two dollars a piece, and you paid forty for them mugs. Kind of annoying. Forty for them mugs, huh? Forty for the mugs, yes, sir. Mm. Gentleman Jack. This issue of Absolute Geek Podcast is sponsored by Gentleman Jack and Red Bull. Just to let you know. Good plug. <laughs> you guys got anything else you want to talk about tonight? Uh, Bobby. What you think of the last? What do you think of the season, the mid-season finale of Walking Dead, Matt? Um, I don't know. I kind of thought it sucked. Why? I don't know, dude. It, it... It, do you think it's because the Walking Dead has they they have made the they have given themselves this plateau, and when they don't live up to it, people are now disappointed because they have they have made themselves so high. I think last season was so hype and so good with the whispers and they've kind of, I feel like they kind of backtracked off the whispers a little bit. Like you don't see a whole lot of them in the first half of the season. And I think the whole, the whole stuff with Carol, like taking off and, and, and now you're kind of getting in realms of, we didn't have in the comic books. Cause you didn't have them falling into the giant hole with surrounded by zombies. And I think it's kind of cool that they're really going on their own path. It's, it's, it's cool because, you know, we've sat for so many seasons and we've said, well, we know this is going to happen. We've known this is going to happen. This is from the comic books. Now they're going on their own. And I think it's kind of cool that, like, you know, you don't know if Carol really saw Alpha or if she just wanted to see her so that there was a reason for her to run after into the cave. Yeah. Do You know what I mean? I, I like that they're kind of doing that and I like that they're going in their own direction because I it, you know, like, I'm not saying, like, it sucked that before we knew what was happening, but, like, the element of surprise is pretty nice. I'm excited to kind of see what, what the, the third series that's coming, the future, the, you know, the future of where they get to, you know, where they are now uh, with the first group of kids that's actually grown up during this apocalypse to see what's different. But I think the other thing that I didn't like about this season, the mid-season of The Walkie Dead was... They're going. Michonne's about to go to a military base and get a bunch of weapons. And when you look at the preview for the next episode, she's coming back on a warship. I know she's, she's driving like a, a a warship back, and it's like, w w how are you driving a gunner ship? Like, what what is this? You know, <laughs> we're just gonna stand off the coast and just bomb the whispers. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't I don't know what. How are you going to start a militia when half of your people are dying or leaving the show? You know, and like, wh what? What's with Lydia? Like, is she is she taking the Negan? You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like they were doing such a good job with the Whispers, and now it's kind of like falling off. Everything that they've done with Negan and the Whispers is right from the comics. Yeah, like I mean, they're they were taking it almost verbatim. But who? Who's he going to give Negan, like, what is he going to deliver the head of Alpha to, to Michonne? 
Or are they going to deliver it to Daryl? Or are they going to deliver it to Judith or Carol? Like, who's they going to deliver the head of Mich- uh, of Alpha to? I think he's just going to bring it back to Alexandria. I think it would be badass if he if he delivered it to Carol. Since since she lost the son, I honestly forgot that Tara died in that all of that. I was like, "Where's Tara? I haven't seen Tara at all this season." And then when they mentioned she was dead, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. She died in the on the last season." But and now we got Maggie coming back. I, I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was a pretty decent episode. I mean, it wasn't like an action-packed episode. It was more of a it was more of a slow burn. Yeah. With these no-name actors, so it really worked out. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm seeing your point. It's just I I'm just like I don't know. I don't want to say I'm, I'm not getting fed up with The Walking Dead, but like I wanted more from The Whispers. I think just like how badass they came in. They've been it's been great all all what this season really established is the fear that they have instilled in in Alexandria in Hilltop in everybody. They have to the point where no where they don't even have to have a presence and they have a presence. To the point where they had somebody infiltrate and nobody even knew it. It was that easy to just to get in and be like, what up? Yeah. And the only reason he was found out is because he decided that he didn't want to keep his cover anymore. And that's the only reason he was found out. But I think it's it's weird, too, that you've got these characters that are so morally driven. Now they're dropping all their morals. Like, what was with Father Gabriel just deciding to stab the dude who killed um the other doc i can't think of his name right now the other doctor guy yeah i thought it was awesome because you the built up aggression that he had and he just took it all out on him i thought it was like you know no matter who you are you have this built up aggression you have he has this built up fury against the whispers and he just took it out on this motherfucker and I kind of wish so good i kind of wish eugene would get his shine in the show like he got in the comic book and you know, he doesn't he doesn't get his shine. I think he will. But I mean there's rumors out there that it's ending at season ten. Or even sorry, season twelve. Oh fuck, that means it's gonna end season at the end 12. of the year. Sorry, season twelve, I misspoke. Yeah, you did. Um, but I I I mean, really going from the comic book, after after they get to the Commonwealth, it's kind of a slow burn. Burn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! And there's and there's not (laughs) and there's no name actors. Woo! We did it. No, it is. It's not to say slow burn. Even the comic book series, though, once they get to the, you know, once they get to the Commonwealth, it's it's a slow burn. It becomes really the Rick Grimes show, and Rick Grimes isn't there anymore. So who's going to take that role? It's uh, hold on. Tim, I'm gonna say it's probably my kid screaming in the background. So, I mean, I don't know. Corbin has not been muted. Oh yeah, yeah. He muted himself. Whatever. But I just think like I don't know. Maybe it's just gonna become accustomed to the Walking Dead ending with like huge mid-season finales where. Why does it say huge mute your guests because they chose to be mute? I'm trying to unmute him and I can't unmute him. 
Where is she? Where's Rachel? Yeah, that's what I heard too. <laughs> was that your kid? I don't know. I, I didn't hear him. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's, that's exactly what someone said in the background. Where is she? It, it might be kind of kid. He's back there fucking screaming and yelling. Hey, Corbin. Where is Rachel? <laughs> Y'all doing a little tirade there. Doesn't want to talk about Walking Dead. That's fine. I just wanted to get it. I just thought it wasn't bad. I just thought it was. It really showed. I think the next half is going to actually be pretty fucking cool. Well, I think it depends on what they do. If they if they make it out of that hole with nobody dying, I'm going to be like, this sucks. Whatever. No, you're not. Because they're all in that hole now, thanks to Carol. And I don't know. What do you think of the Carol, the new Carol Daryl dynamic now? What that they're besties? Well, their their relationship is kind of strained now, though. It happens. Like his zombies, shit happens. He doesn't know if he can trust her anymore. I don't trust her with the shit. No. Uh she's fucking crazy right now. I don't know. I think I. I don't know. I'm interested by the movies and what the movies represent, but. They will present a plot, a beginning, a middle, and an end. So that that is what they're going to present. Thank you for the literal translation of that. I appreciate that. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Just letting you know. (laughs) At this point, Chad, you're right. They got to quit killing off characters. Otherwise, they're not going to have a cast left anymore. No, it's almost to the point of like a basketball team or a football team. You, You keep fucking... You keep getting rid of people, bringing other people in, but you're still getting rid of people. The the core of it's leaving. I mean, I do like the the overall storytelling of it. Like, if you go back to season one and watch to season ten, Carol starts out as this weak character, and then she she grew up to be just this like she grew up. She, was she grew up. Yeah, she <laughs> was a little girl, and now she's an adult. She grew as a character where to be. She became this badass, you know, Dude, character building. Yeah. At its Dude, finest. They fucking killed it. Took 10 seasons. Yeah. Character building. No name actors. But for her alone, though, like, well, and Daryl, too, but the rest of the characters, it, well, there wasn't a whole lot there. Like T-Dog. T-Dog. Like, I forgot. I, you forget about T-Dog. I never forget about T-Dog. And Ever. You never forget T-Dog for life, right? T-Dog for life. I've got a tattoo. Tea dog for life. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Corbin's waving bye to everybody. Bye, Corbin. Yeah, have a good night, people. I wish I was able to stay up late with y'all, but I'm not as big a boy as I thought to this week. Yeah. Well, have a good night, Chad. Yep. Chad, take care. I think you're saying good night to me, so I'm saying good night back to Chad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's, Whatever. Kyle's man enough for all of us to carry on. He is. He is. But um, I, you know, catch us on. Uh, let's plug. Let me give a quick plug. Um, Tales uh, from the Spinner Racks, a really good show. Is Check it? it out. Oh, is it's it? great. Is it? now, Matt broke down some books, man. Matt can break down some comics. Did you know that, Kyle? Did you know that Matt does a really good job doing comic reviews? It's crazy. Kyle knows. He's been there. 
I'm being sarcastic. No, I know this. Um, but yeah, check it out, guys. Uh, we have a lot of good books, I'm sure, to get to this week. And it's going to be a blast, and I'm looking forward to it. But um, you all are fine people. I love you all. Peace and love if to the world. If you mean a blast by very dry and serious, then you are correct. It's a good show. I think it's a good show. But anyway, I will um, see you good folks next time. All right, Corbin. Have a good one. Lame. But do you have anything else you want to talk about, Kyle? Because we can just... I guess not. I'd like to thank everybody that came in chat. I appreciate everybody. Yes, we had a good, nice record number of people in chat tonight. It was, it was fun. I had a good time. Thank you, Brandon, for fucking coming and bullshit and then just bailing without saying a goddamn word. <laughs> bailing after Kyle ruthlessly insulted him. You know, it was all I had to say was, hey, guys. I'm going to go eat dinner. And we've been like, see you later, Brandon, for Brandon's Comics, Tippy. Yeah, right. And thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, Chad, maybe it's time to give away stuff. Not today. Not no, I tried last week. Nobody wanted shit. I have nothing so I'm to done give away. I'm done giving away shit. I will give away this bottle with a little bit of shit. No, I'm just playing. Um, you need to moisten that dry show up. <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm good i mean thank you guys for coming out i hope you guys all enjoyed turkey day gobble 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 yes pour some gravy on that bad boy but all right so that'll do it for this week's episode of the absolute geek podcast like kyle said guys thanks for coming out to the chat thanks for tuning in um hope you guys had a great thanksgiving if you like what we do here this is your first time maybe stumbling on the show make sure to hit that like and subscribe button uh, make sure to leave a like on this video if you guys had a good time. We've got 13, 14 people in the chat. Make sure to, and we only got nine likes. Let's hit that like button. Um, <laughs> chat, I want your shit. <laughs> but if you're listening to this on Monday and the audio form, make sure to uh, like and subscribe as well and leave us a review as it helps us uh, climb those podcast rankings. But uh, for this week's episode. If you'd like to play the drinking game, remember yes. to get a hold of me. Please do. Please do not feel weird about messaging me to, to do the podcast drinking game. Even if you don't drink, I love the fact of you guys reaching out. And I'll send you the keywords. At least you know what we're all drinking to. You don't have to drink, okay. but it's, it's a cool way to hang out with us. Okay, so let's stop right here. Tim, I want to hear your Brandon disappearance theory. Tim says I have a brand a Brandon disappearance theory. Let's let's go, Tim. Actually, I'm not gonna wait for you to type it out in the chat. Tim, right. if you if you want to come on and tell us, you let a, you let me know and I'll send you an invite. But I'm not gonna sit here and wait for you to type in the chat. Doctor Pepper <laughs> drunk. Yep. <laughs> Don't badger me. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah, please please message me, guys. Like I mean, like I and if you guys can't play, it's no big deal. But it's just fun knowing that you guys want these keywords and know that, you know, if you can or can't play, but then you know what we're drinking to. And it's, that just makes it fun. I like interacting with everybody. So it's, I think it's cool. And if you guys are on social media and you want to play the, the drinking game, but you don't know how to find Kyle or you're on a social Kyle's media platform, uh, you can, you could send it to me or you could send it to the absolute geek. You can email absolute geek podcast at gmail.com. And we'll make sure Kyle gets gets you added to the list. So, um, Chad, I don't think he wanted to eat. <laughs> what? 
ask Kyle before the show or ask Kyle before the show. Or ask Kyle after the show. Or ask Kyle after the show. There you go. But, um, guys, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, the two men, the two Iron Men left, left standing, I am Matt. Four men come, five men come, two men left. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's Kyle. Yeah, I'm Kyle. I'll see you guys later. And we'll see you guys next time.